Tuscaloosa's longest-running sports show. The biggest goal of our team, especially in the first half, we at Bama, we're trying to be the best. Always is to win a national championship. Something cool to look back on. We don't want to waste the failure. You're inside the game. The game. John Mechie on the ground. Appreciate your interest in the game. On your home for Alabama sports. Alabama wins. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. Now, now, here's your award-winning host, Ryan, Ryan Fowler. I'm not Ryan Hollywood Fowler. I'm not Ryan Holly Flew Fowler. (laughs) (laughs) This is Tony. This is Brett. And we've got Noah behind the glass stripping down. Oh, you know it. Looking ready. Turn turn it up, Noah. What what are we doing here? It's a party today. It's Freak Flag Friday. Oh. Brought to you by Brian Harden Construction. Construction. King of all construction companies. That's right. That's right. Hey, look. Top tier. You better put a seatbelt on if you're going to listen to this show. Yeah, put, we're here we're hide, for a good time. Hide the kids. Not a long kids time. Kids don't need to be listening to this show today. Uh, maybe nine and above. Nine? Nine. nine? Look you're pretty liberal. I like know. Fowler. Like Fowler. Like Hollywood. I learned it from him. I learned it from Ryan. Like Hollywood. Hey, we are excited to be here for Ryan. Ryan's not feeling well. Unfortunately for y'all, we're here. <laughs> yeah. This is what you get. You're welcome, everybody. Yeah, look what you made us do. Look what you made us do. So here's here's the thing. After Tony and I hosted together in June, and the show went so well <laughs> that Ryan said that that he was never going to let us do the show again. So naturally, we did what any good, wholesome, Christian, Clinton supporters did. That's right. And we went to California and we gave him the flu. And now look at us. There's, look what he made us do. Is he on the Lolita Express? Has to be. Do- docket. That's what That's what I want to know. Got you know. And that's one of the show topics we're going to have today. What exactly did Ryan catch out on the left coast? What did he get? What are, you know, and, and what are some of the long-term effects that he might be uh Suffering and bringing back to Titletown with him. You know, I'm going to go ahead and put this out there. I'm thinking fuzzy socks and Birkenstocks is going to become part of his attire at Southern Ale House. I think so. I'm excited. I'm excited for him to show up with a cashmere scarf (laughs) and uh, probably a freshly trimmed beard. No, um, probably probably nice gelled up hair. Oh yeah. Oh, um, if I he's wearing a button-up, I'm going to freak out. Well, well, what about this? He trades in the sweet tea 
for the kale smoothie. Kale smoothie. I have to make one. We don't have one right now. I got to figure out if I'm going to do a kale smoothie or a green tea for him. If y'all don't know, Brett here, Brett Gardner is executive chef of Southern Ale House. So when Ryan is here and he's drooling on the microphone and leaving his all these drool spots and stuff all over here, it's because of this guy. Allegedly. No, no. It's because of this guy. When I go into Southern Ale House, when's the last time I ordered? Well, you ordered the other day, but that was because... I didn't even know y'all were coming. That's right. And then uh, I showed up and saw the two of you hidden in the back corner. And then now I got to rethink that strategy you, after him coming back from left. And then you, you ordered your own thing, and and then I had to I had barbecue, to scramble. Shrimp, barbecue, shrimp, grits, and grits. And I had not had it in two years, and that was my favorite. Yeah. And I hadn't had it in two years. I'm gonna tell you, just go there, ask for Brett, don't order. Say what do I want. Yeah, we do the best we can. We got a great serving staff as well. So our staff is. Is great at just if you if you don't want to order, you want them to recommend a thing, whether it's a special or something off the menu. They do a great job with it. They're great. Now look, Ryan asked me early on about a guest list today, and I said we don't really need a guest list. Today. I don't think so. We're going to have Brett Beard on. I think he's going to be around three o'clock. Is that right, Noah? I'm checking with Ryan to double check. Yeah, okay. So we're going to, if he calls, great. If not, hey, you know, cause this, he must, he this, must ask a question. Uh, means that guy's smart. That guy's on top of his game and he didn't want to be mm. anywhere near this show. He didn't need to be a bottom feeder. Yeah, yeah. That's about to go down. Exactly. But we're going to talk about a lot of things today. We have a lot of fun, but I think the first thing we got to talk about is Tuscaloosa Toyota. Is that right? He, he loves to talk about Tuscaloosa Toyota. He's well, can that. you blame him? The guy rides around in a new ride all the time. He, I mean, he's he, had them all. He's had a Tundra. <laughs> he's had a Camry. He's had a, he's had a Sequoia. He had to rent. He told us he had to rent a different rental car when he was in California. I think it may have messed with his mind a little that, bit. That may, be, because, that may be part of what's messing us up, I messing him that. up or whatever. A Subaru. Yeah, and hey, if you're calling, calling us now. I, I want to make sure we hear Noah really well. He's kind of light on my headset here, but uh, sounding good. Noah's going to be play a major role today in our show. But I want to talk about Tuscaloosa Toyota. And look, we do not have any scripts on this, so I, uh, I'm going to go ahead and apologize to the sponsors now. But Tuscaloosa Toyota, I am a Toyota Lexus guy, have been my entire life. So I was driving a Lexus SUV. A deer totaled it down in near outside of Montgomery, and uh, a couple years ago. So I travel a lot with what I do. So I said, look, I, I can't do all this traveling in, my, in, in another Lexus. What I need to do is I need to go ahead and find something that I know I can rely on, that I can drive to the wheels fall off, and I get my maximum investment out of my car. Right? Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I bought a Camry. It was a 2016 at the time. This was January 2021 I bought it. Had 133,000 miles on it. Today, 2024, January 5th, almost, what's that, four years to the day? Yeah. Is that right? Pretty close. 20, yeah, 20, four years to the day, I have over 400,000 miles. Good Lord. I'm not kidding. The last, the last two and cars. And all I do is get the oil changed. My, my mom is almost 80. The last two cars we've gotten her have been from Tuscaloosa Toyota. 
She totaled one of them. She got a hit in the side, the Camry. She had a 2015 Camry, was hit, not a scratch. Not a scratch. She wow. just walked away from it. Wow. At 70, 76 years old, walked away like nothing happened. It was great. Toyota Camry. Toyotas in general, plus the service staff down there. I got a couple friends that were there. It's great. They're fantastic. You know, I've had a Highlander, too, and I drove the wheels off that. The difference between Ryan and I, I have to pay for my cars. Yeah, well, you know, that's why you're not a Hollywood Tony. <laughs> that's right. That's you're Tony right. Tuscaloosa. That's right. I'm T-Town Tony. T-town I'm not Tony. Hollywood Teller. All right, are we due for a break now, Noah, or can we still keep talking? I think you can keep talking a couple minutes longer. Okay, you just point to us, let us know. He's the maestro back there. Noah's going to play a major role in what we're doing today because we want to hear more Noah, don't yeah, we? Yeah, we do need, we need more Noah. You know, Maximum you know. Noah. Fowler gets on here, starts heavy breathing, starts talking about food, <laughs> drinking it. Oh, my God. My Chick-fil-A points and my sweet tea. Oh, my God. But anybody's feel, if you're, if you're listening and you want to call into the game, uh, feel free to call us in 205-342-9904. Um, we'll have lines open probably all day because no one's going to want to talk to us. This but is, this because is, we talk too much in general. That's right. Uh, by the way, we love if, to talk if to everyone, each other. Could only see the hat Tony's rocking right now. Yeah, it's old school, isn't it? He went with the old school A with the with the prideful elephant That's sticking right. his tusks through the middle. That's right. And um I actually catered to the football staff Wednesday morning. Nice. They had a meeting. Nice. Um was that before or after we ran some coaches off? Probably in the middle. Okay. And um last meal. a couple of these uh the support staff walked out and they were wearing these brand new crisp gray sweatsuits. Oh, ooh. And I said, oh, man, those look brand new. And they were like, yeah, we just got them. I said, that's, you have the old school 90s Alabama A with the elephant coming through. Is it coming back? She said, this is what they just gave us. They're all brand new. So I think we may be about to go, potentially, old school Bama. Wow. As long as we don't go back to the wishbone, I love it. I hate, I hate, I'm old enough to remember the wishbone. Yeah. Most frustrating thing in the world. I mean, it was so, fr- you had all the talent in the world and we're, we're running the fullback up, uh, 20 plays again. But this is what I want to say about today about calling, calling in. Okay. We don't have guests because the callers are going to be the guests today. We are going to focus on what your persona, persona is to the show. And we're going to let you do your segment. Yeah. And we're going to let you tell us and we're going to, we're going to let you go, let you talk and do, and you're going to highlight what you bring to the show today. Cause I see here, we've already got Bama Nick. Bama, Bama Nick's Nick, already, he's, he's already here. Now we're going to get to him in the fourth hour. But <laughs> Bama Nick's already in here. But Bama Nick's here, and he is going to be our resident mixologist. Mixologist. Right? And he's going to talk to us about alcohol today. And then look at this other one we got on here. We got Paul from Lincoln. Look, Not Lincoln, that's, a, that, that's a segment of booger-eating hate that we're going to have on here. I can't wait. I cannot wait to get to these people. Look. We don't need a bunch of people from out of our loop talking to us today. But this what do they is know? that. What do they know? What do they bring? What I, I know what they bring. They bring Alabama, maybe knowledge. They don't live this like we do. You know. You know that, that's right. You know. We're, we're, this is family. 
This is the game, and this is family, and this is a celebration of family on Freak Flag Friday, brought to you by Brian, Brian Harden Construction. What do you have to say about Brian Harden Construction? He's the best. Crane Reynolds. <laughs> Crane Reynolds Construction He's doing this without a script. He builds, I love he it. builds things, you know, between here and I heard somewhere in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Really? He'll go that far with his cranes. He will. You know what? He's you, what you know what you don't have to worry about with Brian Harden construction. Like when they built the upper deck here at Bryant Denny Stadium, the last the last one, him flying a booger eating flag from one of his cranes. Nope, would n- would never happen. Never, never, ever, ever happen. All right, are we ready for the break? No, are we ready good? Ready for the break? We'll be, All we'll right. be right back on the other side. Hide the women. Hide the children. Parties, parties coming on Tide 100.9, home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. And the Crimson Empire. BBQ.com, Dreamland Barbecue. Since 1958, Coach Braun arrived at the University of Alabama. So did Dreamland with Big Daddy's Barbecue Hickory Smoke Ribs. If you're talking about catering for that big tailgate, or maybe it's just that family gathering or that small office party, you can do it at either location. You can also order online, carry out, curbside pickup, delivery are now available. It is DreamlandBBQ.com. We do our score prediction every Tuesday and Wednesday, made possible by dreamland that wonderful hickory smoke barbecue ribs how about the big daddy barbecue sandwich those wings are underrated they're one of the best in town you'll find them there how about those barbecue baked potatoes absolutely either location in our immediate area tuscaloosa and the original location there off jug factory road downtown northport dreamland ain't nothing like them nowhere The pharmacy at Midtown, T.J. Thomas, he's the Nick Saban of pharmacists, and if your pharmacist doesn't have an Alabama shirt on, you don't want him. 205-752-0627, sterile compounding facility, only sterile compounding facility here in T-Town and West Alabama. All the compounding needs, the retail side, if you're looking for a pharmacy, many of those have closed here in West Alabama, and you're looking to transfer your prescriptions, PharmacyMidtown.com. PharmacyMidtown.com, conveniently located right there at the back of Midtown. You'll find the pharmacy at Midtown a huge part of our show. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Becoming mostly cloudy this afternoon. Rain becoming widespread tonight. The high today, 55. Tonight's low, 43. Tomorrow's showers ending early. The sky will stay cloudy. The high, 53. Sunday, a mix of sun and clouds with a high of 52. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 53 degrees in Tuscaloosa. The best breakdown of Alabama football in the state. The game with Ryan Fowler. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. is a collection of students talking about happenings in the sports world. It is meant to be comedic informative. The opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect the beliefs of their peers, their boss, or Town Square Media. 
There might be some cuss words because that's how humans in the real world talk. If you are young, please seek permission before watching any further. Oh, yeah. That's perfect. That explains us to a T. And, and one, one more caveat. Please don't sue us. Don't sue us. Right? That's don't why Pat Mack had to do this. Now, look. i tell you what. The, the guy we got coming up right here, our mixologist, the mixologist segment, you this know, guy's my favorite caller. You know, speaking of mixologist, the perfect place to go get a drink. Yeah. To go potentially yeah. smoke a stoke. Oh. So. R&R Cigar. Oh, yeah. yeah You've been there? That is, place is unbelievable. On, it's the, the ultimate man cave. Exactly. The mansion on 6th Street. Well, it used to be 6th Street. I think they changed the name to Walt. You know, Walt's been, he's been changing stuff. Like you know, that's that, that's that extra and everything penny. else. That, that Elevate Tuscaloosa. Elevate. Got us, got us Walt Maddox uh, Boulevard. But, you know, when you're at R&R Cigar with... Randy and Reagan, you don't have to elevate anything. <laughs> You're going to get elevated. elevated. You're going to get You're elevated. Going. You're going to the next level. The bourbons, man. Thousands of bourbons. Oh, my God. Millions of cigars. The recliners. Recliners. <sighs> the big screens. Massive big screens. Is there any way that maybe we can add one thing, like someone come around and rub your feet when, you, when, you, when you're there? I think we can, like, I, mean, I, think I, can, I can talk to Reagan and see if we can have uh, a foot masseuse. Oh. Can you, you want to talk about glass? Oh. It doesn't get yeah, any better than that. He'd do it. Does anybody want to get nasty? That's right. That's, That's what exactly. we're talking about. That's All what right. we do. So look. So as we go on, thank you, R&R Cigar. Thank you. That's uh, right. a good friend of mine. Uh, love that guy. Look, I can't wait for this guy. The number one caller. Of, of 2023. The, of, the, of 2023. Now, you got to earn it. Got to earn it. You got to earn it. You can't. You, you got to earn it. And this is 2024. But who's the first one out of the gate on Freak Flag Friday? Our mixologist. The beloved Bama Nick. Welcome to the game, bro. Hey, woo. Texas <laughs> and Brett the Shelf. There we go. Hey, I'm, I'm not an elf on the shelf anymore. Hey, look at that. I'm moving up. There's oh, nothing oh, elf about oh, Brett. Oh, oh, Brett, you done got promoted. That's what <laughs> I'm know, talking the last about. Time, I listen to me now. I don't start running. We're listening. We're listening. Last time I talked to y'all, I believe it was back in June, wasn't it? It was. <laughs> yeah. I'll never forget. I remember it. calling me everything but a white man. <laughs> You're not white, are you? That's okay. That's okay, Texas Tony. Uh, how are you and old Digger from Texas doing with y'all's crying towers? Towers because uh, Texas got eliminated. I'm going to tell you, um, I'm glad they got eliminated. Oh, hang on a minute. I want you to hear I want you to hear something right now. All Just right, listen right, now. This is your segment. Here we go. Here we go. Did you hear? What was that? Papa oh, Top again. A, I think Papa Top again. I think that sounded like a crisp. Ooh, crisp. Ooh, Ooh that was crisp, wasn't it? Was that a little Paps blue ribbon? Nah, no, it was a big Miller highlight. Miller oh, the champagne and champagne. beers. Hey, you dropping, That's you right. dropping a couple, That's... you doing a couple dashes of salt in that highlight? Oh, no, no. You don't mix salt with beer. You only do that with tequila. You do. I'm telling you, you put I'm a little, tell you, a little, a little, 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 way back, way back the in the day, my uncle, he drank PBR and he'd take the PBR like you would a margarita glass. And he would yep. do it on the rim yep. of the of, oh, of, yeah. of the can, and he would and he would drink that PBR going through. Now I'm not saying <laughs> I may have tried that when my dad wasn't looking, 
Strong game. Strong game. <laughs> well, well, Texas Tony, now I got friends that still do that too, but you know, <laughs> yeah, Texas Tony drinks Lone drink, Stars. <laughs> no, they drink it them Yanglin. Yanglin, <laughs> Yanglin. As long as it's not a Zima. All right, Bama, Bama Nick, Bama Nick, Bama Nick. We got a couple questions. Go ahead, I'm Ryan. This is Ryan's your life, with, Bama, Bama Nick. Is, uh, I know it. When Ryan sent me a message, he messaged me today in his bed. He was in his bed. He might as well call hospice in on it. That's right. I agree. Boy, but he, he, uh, he, he, he sent like me a Ryan, message. The, Ryan the martyr. Go ahead. Yeah, Ryan. He sent me a message this morning. He said, now, Bama Nick, what he called, he said, Nick, uh, Brett. And Tony gonna be hosting the show today, and it's it's caller appreciation day. That's right. And they want you to call in early today. That's and they right. got a few questions y'all want to ask me, and and they want to do a segment with me. I said okay, right, uh, Ryan. Uh, I told him what to do to get better. Okay. And he ain't responded back yet. I told him now, y'all 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 up there riding more than me, so y'all tell him. I told him take your vitamin C, your D three, and your zinc. That's right. That's what I told him. And eat and eat and plenty of chicken noodle soup, maybe a little crackers with peanut butter right. on them, and it'll clear it up. That's right. And maybe a hotty toddy. Let's see, he's got dogs. So I, yeah, I was going to mention that to him, but I know he's a teetotaler and he don't drink. So, but you know, it, it, still, it'd be for medicinal but bourbon purposes. and honey and lemon. Man, that is good. Bourbon and there we go. Bama, so Bama bourbon, Nick, honey, and lemon. You, you this crack, is your life. You crack this open one. That's right. But two. 220, 222. That, yeah, 322 for him now. Remember, yeah, he's he's yeah, that's right. Out. Remember, I'm on Eastern time. That's right. On, so we've got a, I got a question for you. If you're going to start with the high life, yes, what, do you, what do you, what are you rotating to next? You sticking high life all the whole afternoon or you oh, go no, from high life to I'm Miller Light to Bud Light to PBR to bourbon? No, I go to I burp. No, I've been drinking the Miller High Life. I don't had a few of them. I'm gonna switch over to my Ancient Age and uh, Coke. Your what? Ancient Age. What is that? Bourbon. Bourbon. I've never heard of it. Have you heard of it? I've never heard of that. Ancient Age. I'm gonna have to talk to Reagan and see if they have that at uh. Where is that? Where is that coming out of? Is we we just Kentucky, talking about Kentucky, Kentucky since it's bourbon. Kentucky straight bourbon. Yeah. That's right. So I'm, I'm a Nashville guy. I'm a whiskey guy. But uh, bourbon, you know, I won't turn it down. Oh, no, no. Maker's I was Mark. A, oh, I, Maker's Mark is good. Oh, Maker's yeah. Mark is good. Oh, yeah. The old granddad's pretty oh, good. Yeah. What do you need? Do a little Coke? A little Coke Zero on the rocks? No, no, no. Just a, just what, a what, are you, what are y'all neat? talking about? Your Coke Zero mess. Uh, I'm a diabetic, so I'm a type well, 1 diabetic. So I get, you don't I get need to zero. drink it all, then. No, no, I no, no. Burn again. I, I nah. hurt, but but no, I'm going to do what I got to do. So you're bourbon on the rocks. Yeah. Is that your bourbon on rocks, guy? Who me? Yeah. yeah. How you like it? I don't drink. Well, I, hell, my grand, my old man used to drink uh, bourbon uh, with a little hit of Diet Dr Pepper. I ain't never could do that. I got. Uh, I'm not a bourbon. Well, not always. I drank. I drank some bourbon uh, at the funeral I attended yesterday. I heard about that. People in blue jeans were there. Oh, they were. They, oh Lord, you talk about right there. I was. I had my little flask with me with my <laughs> ancient age in it, and I was taking me a shot. <laughs> just looking at them people to come in there into the gravesite, come in in blue jeans, and and uh, it was cold. Now, don't don't get me wrong. Now, I was dressed up in my suit and colder than the well diggers. What? 
Told her in the well digger's ass in the Yukon. <laughs> That's, That's cool. what it was. That wind was blowing. It was raining. We was under that little pit. You know how they put you under the tent? No, and no. I'm sitting yep. down there in the chair, and I'm sitting there shivering. I was shivering more uh, than a, a, a Ron White at a, at, at a sober convention. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> that is pretty good. Pretty good. All right, now, so, Bam so, Nick, before we go any yeah. further. Yeah, go ahead. It's your, um, you know, if you rate your top three, top three beers, what's number one, what's number two, what's number three? Top three beers or the beer, beers? Beer. And then how would you correlate those beers to the college football teams that are left? I mean, all oh, the time oh. in, the, in the playoff. Like, is, oh, like is Alabama, you know, if your favorite is Miller High Life, is, is Alabama considered like the number one? Or, or well, what, Alabama since we lost out, here, is Michigan the High Life now? Since they beat us? No, I, I go Michigan. I go Michigan. Uh, I go Michigan as a, a Bud Light. Ooh. Oh, exactly. What a call. That's why you're the number one caller. Yep. That's the content we need. Right That's right. That's right. That's right. You're not Peyton so you Manning go. out there trying to sell Bud Light when no one wants Bud Light. Exactly. You're no bringing one's the game. Bud Light no, and Come on, people man. diving for it. Yeah. No oh, way. I bet. I bet that guy was diving for it. All right. Where, where do you got? What, what you got? Washington drinking? Washington drinking. I, uh, I'm going to give them a, a mellow highlight. Oh, champagne. Oh, the champagne. They are class. That's right. Did, I, you, did you know that Washington's, Washington only has one player that's below a junior? Holy That's right. smoke. They're all juniors or seniors playing. Well, I mean, Washington's got to be close to that, too. Mm-hmm. And the only reason Washington has that is because their center got hurt. And I'm sure you know this, but I like to go, I like to reiterate this. We were the youngest team in major college football when it came to experience at the beginning of the year. We were. That's right. Uh, so where, where do you as got, far where as the Texas, number one? Where do you got Texas at? What are they drinking? Texas? I got them at uh, Texas. Yeah, yeah I put. Oh, <laughs> I got them at an old Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The beast, the beast. Well, what the about beast. what about that? What's Banner rolling with? What's Banner's rolling with the PBR? Oh, oh yeah, tried and true. There you go. Always God blue. bless America. Yes, Black, blue ribbon with the blue like ribbon, the, like the uniforms. Classic. That's right, the blue ribbon. All right, I got a question for you. I got a question Go for ahead you. This is your that. life, Come Bama on, Nick. now, Ryan said y'all got some questions. I do. I mean, this is your life. This is your segment this, right here. Yeah, I want I'm here to give you the time you stuff. deserve. That's right. I'm the number one caller from 2023, as like right. I told Ryan right. when I right. before, right. before he got hospice ridden. <laughs> I'll be the number one caller as long as I call this show. That's right. That's right. Here's my first question. And I'll be question. calling this show until the day they plant me. That's right. Here's my first question. How how old were you the first time that you drank alcohol? How old was I? Yeah. Probably maybe 12. How old were you the first time you caught a buzz drinking alcohol? I was 12. (laughs) How old were you the first time you threw up from drinking alcohol? 12. (laughs) (laughs) By the way... Executive Chef Brett Garner admits he was twelve too. I was twelve too. I was twelve. Ask Brett. Ask, ask Brett. What it? What was his first? You know, I don't know if y'all remember there. Yeah, the little kings is what I started drinking. Little my, kings. My first beer was a natural ice. A natural, natural ice. A natty ice. Natty ice. 
Natty baby. Ice. Yeah. Yeah. Natty Ice Ice Baby. Yeah, man. How old are you, Brett? 38. Well, I'm 69, so that's why you don't remember them little kings when I was drinking them. I did. The little ponies. They still make ponies. Yeah, the, yeah, the little ponies. Yeah, we we used to go down to a park down there when we were, I was living in Lexington, Kentucky, and uh, a whole bunch of us old boys we go down there. And, well, we'd find some drunk to buy them. So I, I, worked, we, I actually worked security uh, multiple bars in town from when I was twenty to twenty six, and one of our favorite things we used to do um, is on the weekend after we got done on Saturday, we used to cruise to Mississippi on Sunday. And go get yeah, the 40s? Because you couldn't buy, 40. 40s. Couldn't buy 40s in Alabama. A little shit, small liquor maybe. Yeah, Bulls so we cruise, we cruise over, like six of us can pile in one right. car, and we cruise mm-hmm. over, get a little Schlitz. Colt 45. Colt 45. <laughs> you know, Schlitz will give you the... Schlitz, I'll drink them. I'll drink them. The, 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 the diapers. It's. Schlitz brings on the It's adult diapers. My aunt loves Schlitz. Uh... Y'all didn't ask, but I'll tell you anyway. Hey, go ahead on with it. My junior year in high school, I was I was a, I was a jock, and my parents got right. divorced. And I, yeah, I didn't I drink. I didn't do anything, man. I was sports. I was a jock, but did I did drink and smoke? And and, and and my parents got divorced, and I thought yeah, that I saw all my friends that go out, and I'd go to these parties, and I'd see these people acting ridiculous, and I was like, they're not drunk; they're just putting on. So they said, well, why don't you drink something and see if they're putting on or not? Not really a beer guy. Hadn't really had anything right there. So my first drink was Mad Dog 2020. Oh, oh buddy. Lord have mercy. And, and, I, and I mixed it with Mellow Yellow. Mad Dog. Mellow Yellow. So Good on the God. way back. No, no, no. I, 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 let me tell you. So on the Mad way back, we're at this big party, and we're not driving because a lot of the kids, they knew they are going to be drinking. I lived in an area where the parents are pretty cool or supposedly cool. Right there. So this friend of mine's dad Picks us up in a station wagon. It's a mixed crew. Girls, guys, co-ed crew. And they're all in there and it's the summer. Yeah. Well, we're, going, we're, so we're driving back in the thing. It's hot and we've got this beautiful girl uh, sit yeah. up, sitting on my lap and we're all just crushed in there, whatever. All of a sudden I started not feeling so well. Started sweat. Started sweating. Started mouth started kind of, you know, knows what he's talking about. Um, he was, uh, you, you were sweating because you, you no, tried to no, get in between no, them two hotty tidy women. I know. Yeah, well, I, uh, well, yeah, I was, and then I wasn't. And then the next <laughs> thing I knew, this green Nerf ball looking thing came out of my mouth oh, God. and hit my buddy's oh. dad who was mm. driving in the back of the head. How'd that go? It didn't go well. It didn't go well at all. And then I came home, and my mom couldn't believe it. She was awake. She goes, oh, my God, go out there. And I got my little brother, and my little brother was like, Tony's lit. Tony's lit. Uh, <laughs> he was wild Whatever, going did the thing. And uh, uh, she brought this. I, I, I had a waterbed. So I come oh, home, and yeah. I'm already feeling bad. I get on the waterbed. I'm banging around on the waterbed, and she brings this giant bucket I'd never seen before in my life. And she goes, "When you puke, you puke here." And that was my introduction to drinking. Sheesh! First time I got drunk, yeah. like where I got tipsy. I don't yeah. know about drunk, but first time I drank. First time I drank too much, I actually got. It was because of, 
I was at a friend of mine's house. Uh, I couldn't drive. I was younger, too young to do that. Yeah. And there were Zimas in the fridge. Oh. A little, you know, a little something Z- different. Zimas, dude. Let me tell you something. That was the worst next day of my <laughs> life. <laughs> What's the worst nah. you've ever been, Bama Nick? And then we're going to roll out on this because this has been a segment. Has it not, Noah? Noah, have we got a segment here? Uh, we're just getting close to the end of the segment, yeah. All right, perfect. Well, we'll go to the next segment. All right, so Bama Nick. What's the worst, what's the worst hangover you've ever had? I'll tell you that in a minute. The one that always stays in my, I just popped me another one, y'all didn't hear that. Uh, was when I was in the, I was in, now I was older there, I was in the Navy. And, uh, I've been, I went to uh, Puerto Rico. I was in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. <laughs> and, and over there, you get that Puerto Rican rum, you know. Mm-hmm. So juice. you could bring back so much of it. So I, and we were stationed, and I was stationed on a destroyer in Norfolk, Virginia. <laughs> and uh, the, the biggest hangover, and I ain't drank a bit of rum to this day, when I was drinking that Ron Rico 151. Ooh. <laughs> rum. And mixing it with tea. With what? Oh, tea? Tea? Tea. Oh, my God. That's, that's the Hell, most we were, you can I was, possibly I was, do. I was like an life. E4 at the time. We was broke. And I didn't. I run out of uh, uh, stuff to mix it with, and all I had was some tea. My first wife had made some tea. Sun tea. <laughs> and that's all I had. Me and my old buddy, which was an eight, a whole technician, he, of course, he passed away back in September, but. All we had there was that some damn tea and that Ron Rick old rum, one fifty one. We drank that and got drunk, and I got sick as a bird dog in a cornfield. <laughs> Good lord, Reagan! If you're <laughs> listening, I, we I, need to get some rum, one fifty one, and also ancient age, ancient age, ten high, ancient old age, ten high. We need to get that. Uh, we need to get that. Put it on the list. Put it on the list. Get it mixed Old up granddad. so when, uh, when Bama Nick, the number one top tier. Well, when he requests something, you just put it on the list. Yeah. That's I, right. Bama right, right, Nick, before we, before we get a break, and uh, and Noah is, yeah. he's giving me but This is, this is, is the number one caller. This is the number one caller, and he deserves so his time and his we segment. Do have, we do That's have right. breaking news. Let's go to that afterwards. Let's go to that breaking news afterwards. Y'all haven't asked me what's the best call of this show that I ever had. Y'all have not asked me that question. It's this one. It's this one. Far and away the best call you've ever had. It's this one. Well, that's called I ain't completely drunk yet, but... The best call I ever had is when I called about a year ago, maybe when Kim was still there. Mm-hmm. And me and Fowler talked through Tusa, and they put me on with Kim to talk to her. Y'all remember that call? I remember I that. Remember. You, hey, hey, I don't know if you remember that or not. I think you're kind of hitting on her between you and me. Definitely. Well, I was. <laughs> All right, so this is the last. This, hey, look, this is a really quick answer, okay? And okay. you're gone. Uh, We've given you your time. But this is yeah, the question. Yeah, I appreciate it. Paul, Paul's coming up next. That's, r- that's right. Paul, that's right. Paul's we got a, we got a, a, a booger-eating hater uh, com- yeah. uh, segment and coming and up. Great no one can bring it like he can. But this is the question <laughs> we're all want to know, the burning question we want to know. Go ahead on with it. How old were you when you lost your virginity? 
12? 14. Hey! Hey, how about it? Leader in the clubhouse. Bam and Nick, it's been fun, man. Bam and Nick, you're the man. Man, it's been great talking to you, Texas, Tony and Brett. Man, y'all are good. Happy New Year. Thanks, man. Happy New Year to y'all. Thanks. We'll be right back on the other side of the break. You're listening to Tide 100.9, home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports and the Crimson Empire. Go inside the Alabama Crimson Tide with the Gary Harris Show. Hey, everybody. It's Gary Harris. I hope you have a great weekend. Coming up Monday on the Gary Harris Show at 9 a.m., we're going to visit with Rodney Orr from TiderInsider.com, Insider TV+. Plus. We'll get back and catch up with Casey Smith on golf, and we'll preview the national championship game between Michigan and Washington. That's on the Gary Harris Show, 9 a.m., Monday morning. Catch the Gary Harris Show Monday through Friday, 9 to 11 a.m. on Tide 100.9 and Tide100.9.com. Daniel Moore Art.com, as we celebrate special occasions, birthdays, anniversary, that Alabama fan in your life, it's DanielMoreArt.com. Christmas time upcoming. You want to celebrate that Alabama fan by visiting the website. All the great prints celebrating Heisman winners, great coaches, Nick Saban, and Alabama's given us so many great moments to think about. And we talk about living rooms. Tua Tungavailoa, second and 26. Devontae Smith, Heisman Heights, Mark Ingram, Bryce Young, Nick Saban, Coach Stallings, Coach Bryant, DanielMoreArt.com. Remember the code word, the game gets a significant discount. You got to put it in the game, significant discount, DanielMoreArt.com. And we would also ask when you say, where did you hear about this? We'd ask that you would select the game with Ryan Fowler. We greatly appreciate you going to DanielMoreArt.com. Dot com. Stay up to date with the Crimson Tide. Local high school sports and Bama in the pros right here on Tide 100.9. This is a little Bama Nick theme song here. Turn it up. Blackout, Blackout Blues by Widespread Panic. Listen to the words. You know, Ryan, I actually had a bout with the flu before Christmas. Ryan's dealing with it as well. And uh, we we both went to Med Center Urgent Care, Med Center North. It's where I went. Great. They took great care of me. Um, thank God, because when they took me back to the back and looked at me, she was asking, what are your symptoms, yada, yada, yada. And I list them all <laughs> while she's looking at me. And she just, I'll never forget it. She just looked at me and was like, I think it sounds like you're sick, bud. <laughs> said, man, as a matter of fact, I am. And then Ryan, when he had to go, after waking up to 103.7 fever. That's, that is the most outlandish lie I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> um, wow. I think we're running on our last leg. We're running on our last leg. Like the dark horse down the stretch. Hey, all right, I'll do a plug. Maker's Mark. I love that place. 
I mean, who doesn't need a butcher? And you go in there, and they have Mark Smart. I mean, Mark Smart. What is it? Maker's Mark. You've been Maker's Mark. You've been around. Okay, Bama Nick rubbed off on me right there. there. Maker's Mark. Mark Smart. Mark Smart. Yes, that one too. They need to serve Maker's Mark at Mark Smart. You need to be able to get your handle there if you needed to. But anyway, maybe they should do a special. I used. I heard that they were coming to Tuscaloosa, and it took them like about two to three years to get here and open up. But I we used to go down to Selma. And get their twice baked potatoes and their uh, chicken uh, what swirl, chicken swirl. You know, you know and salmon and swirl Ryan too. calls it the squirrel, the chicken squirrel, and the salmon squirrel. I prefer the swirl, swirl. But anyway, and you know, and I got, I, I, I got a buddy of mine that sells stuff there, Party Marty. I highly recommend. You going in there, and he's got a whole different things, dips, all different types of. Look for Party Marty. They also at at Mark Smart, we sell um, the cheesecake that we sell. Yeah, comes from that there. cheesecake uh, by Tammy Smith. Yeah, she sells a smaller version of her cheesecake at Mark Smart. Wow. So if you like the Southern Outhouse white chocolate cheesecake. And you want it, you want a little smaller version of it instead of the big giant 11 pound cheesecake we get. Mm-hmm. They sell it at Mark's Mark. You know, they also sell Royal Reds on the weekends. <sighs> the greatest shrimp in the world. In the world. And you can Bronx. only get it 10 miles off the coast down near Orange Beach and Gulf Shores. It's the only place in the world. They have it. All right, look. Now, before we do this, look, we have got my favorite caller coming up next. Coming up right now. He's about to do his segment of booger hate. And I mean pure booger hate. But I just want to let anyone know, when you call today, you are going to hold. You're going to hold because we're giving every, because we're giving everyone their segment. We're giving them your time, their time. You are our guest analyst today on whatever you bring. Now you got to bring your A game. You come in without A-game, you're going to get the flush. You're going to get Give it to him, Noah. But these are all A-game. Look at the yeah. list here. we got Paul from Lincoln. We've got Jumbo. We've got Elias. We've got Josh from Georgia. Oh, man. we got It's a who's who. Yeah. It's a who right out of the gate. All right. As Jumbo would call it, the four horsemen. <laughs> there you go. And, and he's going to be our WWF segment yeah. coming WB, up right there. Come on, man. Don't go get OWB? Really? W-E. W-E? Listen, we did I don't watch wrestling. You, first of all, it's wrestling. Uh, I'm wrestling. And, and uh, if you know who's the winner. Off. If you know who the winner is, isn't it? They just know who's going to lose. They know who's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> all right, hold on. I can't wait any longer. I cannot wait any longer. Give it to me. Our booger-hating Guest analyst, the great, the one and only Paul from Lincoln. Happy New Year, buddy. Tony, Brett, <laughs> where's my where's my other booger hater Finn at, man? He's where's a, my he, man Finn? He may have just gotten in the car from school. I'm not 100% okay. sure. They let okay. out at 245. It depends on if his mom was in line or not. Oh, got you, got you. <laughs> this I segment mean, brought to you by uh, my attorneys, uh, Beat Him, Cheat Him, and Hal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly, man. What do you do when you see a bug? Oh, man, you kick the living daylights on yeah. I thought you spit on them. <laughs> that's, a, that's next round. Oh, yes. You, you kick them. I mean, you, you just kick them. You kick them right in the stone. Yeah. <laughs> 
and <laughs> smile. But listen, hey, if you hold on, he's not finished with this. Once you once they once they're kicked in the stones and they fall down. What are you supposed to do after that? Yeah, well, you do. You, you, you help them up. Oh, oh you, 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 no, you don't help them up. You find, you find whatever side you're, the, the, the nearest rib cage, you just collapse the rib cage. Oh, you collapse it. So Jumbo you know, off so the top where, rope. The question is, exactly. after, after they've been stone, stone kicked to the ground <laughs> and ribs caged in after that, what, what's the next thing you do? If they have the audacity to cough, I know what I'd do. And they say, "What would you hey, do?" You know, when they would cough up, probably a booger. Paul, what would you do? Oh man, you got boogers flying everywhere when everywhere. you kick them right in there. It's a booger, right? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm about I'm about two two sixty, so I would uh, <laughs> I would uh, come right off the uh, right off the top rope, right into the uh, uh, upper upper back area, uh, and just uh, just grind them into putty. That's what, that's what I'm about. I, you know, just grind them in the stone. I got a little special something for the old women after you've done that to them. You know, kick yeah. them in the, and then you yeah. come off the top rope. But, because, because nowadays you don't know if they have well, them or if they don't. That's right. You don't know if they do or not. You just go ahead and make sure, check that off the list. Yep. Yeah. You yeah. finish it with a little golden shower. Yeah. That's how. That's how yeah. I'd finish that. You hoof them in the front, <laughs> bud. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But that's the first blow there. That's, uh, right. that's a good start. Yeah. It is. It is. Listen, I don't think Ryan. I don't think Ryan made it uh, to the Lolita Express. Uh, <laughs> But I can tell you one thing. I would bet a, a dollar to a donut that Hugh Hefner Osteen uh, was on the flight log. Uh, I would, I would, I would be willing to bet that Hugh Hefner Sleaze was on the flight manifest because uh, oh, yeah. he is he is a scum bag. Yes, he is a total scum bag. Has Ryan Williams slipped to the pedophile yet? I mean, no. I keep hearing. That Ryan Williams is going to flip to the pedophile. You know, they keep saying um, that. And, you know, every time when I've looked and researched and tried to find any video or anything, everything he says is that he keeps recruiting for Alabama. I think he's just, I hope, they've offered him $3 million to flip. That's word on the street. I, my not hope a, is no, that Ryan Williams has just enough Bama in him that he's going to play this game to the very end and make the Boogs think they got him. Oh, they already do. And, they, 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 and then they he stabs him in the heart the way, oh, the way yeah. Cyrus Kwanju did. Oh, exactly. After he said, I'll go to Auburn, and then walked off stage and said, oh, bad idea. Yeah, his parents yeah. said, uh, no, you're not. Yeah, that paycheck's <laughs> a new way. Hey, you know what I do if I were Ryan Williams? This is how you play him. You go ahead and you pull a Caleb Williams, and you say, I want part ownership in Yellowwood. I want half a percent. I want whatever. And then you sign, you show up, instant transfer portal. Boom. Gone. Oh, that would be glorious. That would be glorious. Supposedly the word on the street from the Under Armour game is he's recruiting for Bama. Well, Well, let me tell you, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to step on your thing. But, 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 you know, the guy who was carrying the bags and quoting Bible verses at the Lolita Express, the half. Hugh Hefner freeze. Yeah. He, yeah. uh, they're desperate for a win against Alabama. And I don't mean the game. I mean just a win. And yeah. there any is any no, kind of a win. Uh, anything. And you know, they offered little Talia 
like two million dollars, yep. a million and a half to leave Maryland to come here. There's supposedly, no telling what they offered they, Simpson yep. to come over here, come over there. Uh, there's no telling who you know. Everyone on our on our roster is under attack. Yeah, that's, the the new so Paul. The breaking news that happened. This is big time. Um, that happened is Roydell Roydell Williams, who had just mentioned that he was coming back to Bama after the, instead of going in the draft. Just a, actually, as of like five or six minutes ago, went in the portal to transfer. Not a hundred percent sure where he's going to go. You know, local kid right. from Hueytown down the street. So I don't know what that plan is. I assume. He was kind of nudged towards with Jam and Justice sitting there. They're like, these guys yeah. got to play. Um, Quinshawn Junkins transferring out of Ole Miss. Word on the street is he's going to Auburn. Auburn read, uh, Auburn's offering a big chunk to get Junkins. Well, well th- that 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 program in Lee County is in total desperation mode. They they are so. They want to be relevant so bad yes. that they'll hire a scumbag like Hugh Hefner Freeze. And listen, make no doubt about it. He is a scumbag. He is a scumbag. I don't see any difference between him and Jeffrey Epstein. I don't. I'm going to be honest with you. This is free for all Friday, right? It is. Brought to you by Brian okay. Hart Construction. Exactly. So I don't see. I mean, he should be a registered sex offender. Yes. Yes, I mean he, he did. Be. Yeah, I mean when he's, he's a sex trafficker for minors, minors, it, underage it, women right. and underage guys. It's crazy. It just, just, just. If it was just the the stunt that clown pulled when he was uh, the coach at Briarcrest, I think in Memphis, I think that's the name of the high school. When he made that's the young right. lady take his take her shirt, chain shirts in front of him. If I would have been her daddy, I would have come up there and beat. Is yes. Ass. Yes. So in front of the school, is, they're, they're like you know, oh, at a yeah, pep rally. Yeah, exactly. I would have been willing. I would have been willing to go to the big house to, to just to beat the living hell out of that clown. You hear me? You mean like and, the uh, beating they're about to get and Bryant Denny get this upcoming year? Go oh bad. Lord, yes. It's gonna. It's it's gonna. Listen, this ain't Lee County, Tony. Me and you know more probably as, as well or more than anybody. The game down there absolutely scares the living daylights out of me. Uh, but when they come, when they come to Tuscaloosa, uh, I don't care. It's, it, it's going to be, it's going to be a beatdown. I'm calling it right now. It's going to be a minimum three score win for Bama. I'm telling, I don't care. We've got to go to Norman the week before. That's I don't right. care about that. That's uh, right. when they, when they, when they cross county lines, Come to Tuscaloosa. We're, we're going after. Them. We're going after. Them. My my disdain for that bunch. It started in 1972, the Punk Bama Punk game. Uh-huh. Um, it started there, and it's never left me. It's only increased. It's 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 not hate. It's pure adulterated hate. Okay. And they've earned it. You hear me? You hear me? They, yeah. They, listen, no. They, they, they've they earned, earned that hate. They sure have. They've earned it. Uh, I make no bones about it. I can't stand that that bunch. That they think they're something that they're not. They think they're a blue blood program, and they're not. No, they're not. They, they just they share a state not. with one. Exactly. Exactly. Let me. Ask you, you know, not only are, are the Bugs Bama's little brother, but they're Kirby's little brother oh, too. Have, have you seen? Have they're, you not our, seen they're not our little brother. There are there are step kids. Let me tell you what Kirby's doing to them. 
Yeah, Kirby is at, I mean, Kirby, you talking about bending somebody over? I mean, without and a kiss? making them like it. Without a kiss? Yeah, exactly. And making them like it. Oh. I mean, come on. It, it's, it, since Nick, Nick's 12 and 5, Kirby's like 7 and 1, uh, against them. It, it's, it's, it's absolutely embarrassing if you're a bug, but uh, they don't care. You know, it's all about beating Alabama at something. It's all about beating Georgia at something, but mainly Alabama. It's Alabama. Um, it's Alabama, and uh, they hate it. Nick has completely turned the tables on on that, on that bunch. They were riding high with Tubbs. Just look at this. Tubbs won one. He won six in a row. Yeah. Remember, he won six. Here's the thumb. Remember, it took one complete beatdown. <laughs> 36 to nothing? <laughs> 36 to nothing to erase the six years prior. That's and right. they fired Senator Tuberville uh, the week after Nick beats him thirty-six nothing, and and uh, so that tells you how what I, a I have beef with program. Senator Tuberville, not Coach Tubbs, Senator Tubbs. Yeah. Why? Senator. I got he uh, he did his dirty at the restaurant. That's all I'll say. Oh, he didn't show up. That guy's a scumbag. He didn't show up. I can say it. You may not can say it. Can I say it? You can say it. Called, made the reservation, tells everyone he's coming, sets all this big thing up. Scumbag didn't show up. Didn't show up. What a scumbag. Honky. Who doesn't show up? Who doesn't show up to Southern Ale House? A booger eating Auburn guy? Uh, I mean, could, could, could Ryan's sickness be maybe in part because he has not ingested Southern no Ale House food for the last two weeks. There's no doubt. Great I think, I think, think a lot it is, yeah. There's no doubt. He's going through the DTs. Yeah. I'm so telling you is. what. I mean, it's got it's got to play a part in it. Well, it's got Bless to. Bless his heart. I mean, know? he hadn't uh, had their French fries in how long? BT? BG? Two Since weeks, 20, I know. The 22nd. Since December 22nd. Now look, two, I, two weeks two weeks ago, I was in Southern Alabama right. with, with Ryan, and on your recommendation the day before, Tony, I got the barbecue shrimp and grits, and it was absolutely delicious. That's the bomb, isn't it? Oh Lord, it was so good, man! I'm you, telling you what. You know, you know what he's got delicious. staring in front of me right now. He you know, he always takes care of me. He brought me a oh, no. chopped cheeseburger. What do we call oh, it? Man. Sub. What do we? It's, what do we, it's a chopped cheeseburger. So we do it. We do a uh, chopped burger. I, I got. Uh, I'm gonna Tony turn my and, Tony and Noah. Tony and Noah both got one chopped cheeseburger on a French hoagie roll. It's a Cuban French roll. <laughs> it's oh, that's the best um, roll too. American Brett, cheese Brett, do you, do you allow do you allow bugs in, in your in your uh, restaurant? If they spend money, they do. Unless they're not. Unless they're knuckle deep. They're we, knuckle deep or double knuckling. Uh-huh. You can't let that be around the people, the good people that are eating. Right. You, you, you no, can't no, see that. You can't do that. Not. Now, you Paul, that, I, I got a question for you here. Yes, We're sir, striking to the core buddy. right here. Let's do it. What booger eater in your entire life do you hate the most? Um, Terry Henley. <laughs> oh, Terry Henley. That goes way back. That goes way back. And I hate that redneck who thinks he's a comedian jerk. I hate him too. He, 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 look, you gotta, you you, you got, you gotta give him this. He doesn't hide his hatred for Alabama. 
No, 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 no. That's not, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with, you know, but let's make sure we get it all out there. You know, after we beat them 31-7 in 1971. Yeah. You know, Pat Sullivan, Heisman Trophy winner, Sullivan to Beasley, Alabama, but they, sh- they shut them down. That, that that Saturday in Birmingham. The next guys. year... You don't know who Terry Henley is? Oh, keep, keep talking. Yeah. Keep talking. I'll tell him about it in the, a minute. Keep talking, next, Paul. The next, the next season, Alabama is a prohibitive favorite uh, in that game again. Prohibitive favorite. Okay? Well, and there's, this is where they say that the the rolling of the of the tumor's trees came from. Oh. He, told, he told Suge Jordan... And whoever was listening, that uh, Auburn was going to beat the number two out of Alabama. <laughs> that is such a Terry Henley quote. I mean, that he, is such. A, oh man, I love it. I love. It. You know, so I hate he, it so much. I love. Yeah, it. I do. I know. I know. Terry he, Henley. He is absolutely the one I just I despise the most, and mm-hmm. I know he's a he's a he's a you know he's. Glory down there. I mean, he's right up there with Pat Dye and the, some of the some of the other ones. David Kozel, uh, from Florida. Yeah, but but uh, yeah, I, I I'll never forget that that uh, that uh, that quote he made and uh, and uh, and that and listen, Auburn crossed the fifty yard line that day one time, <laughs> one time, too one many. time to yeah. kick a field goal. Yikes. One time to kick the field goal. Right, well, Alabama. Compl- I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. no. I'm, I'm, I don't. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to cut you off. We're about to have to go to break, but I have to ask you a question. I told Tony I was going to ask you this. Um, yeah. So, before I ask you the question, I want to say, if it were up to me, I would erase Bo Jacks from ever playing at Auburn because then those hillbillies would have nothing to brag about. On a day-to-day right. basis, and also Bo does not know burgers. His burgers are trash, and his food is too. Nice guy though. If you were from a New Year's resolution standpoint, we got to be quick with it. As a New Year's resolution, if you were able to bring back any coach or player for the 2024 Alabama season, who would you bring back? To be on the side. From any team or from an Alabama team? team. From any, any Alabama team. Any, any Alabama team. Yeah. Coach or player. Can't be yeah. both. Yeah. Who would you want on the sidelines with Alabama come this fall? Jonathan Allen. Ooh, that's a good Ooh. one. That's a good one. Oh, you're talking about just bringing Jonathan the game. Yeah. All right. We got to go. Paul, this is awesome. We're behind the break. We can double up on this if we need to on the commercials for the sponsors. But, Paul, let me tell you, there's nothing like starting the first Freak Flag Friday brought to you by Brian Harden Construction with pure booger eating hatred. Hatred. We love you, Paul. I hate them clowns. I hate you guys are the best. Give Finn my love. Ryan, we'll talk to you. I will. He just, Finn just got in trouble, by the way. So, oh, no. You know, oh, hey, listen, no. he's, got, he's got too much Bama in him, you know? No, he does. He's got some dumb stuff. That's my boy. I'll give him That's the best. That's my boy. Hey, have Thanks, a great Paul. New Year. Thank you, Paul. All we'll right. Be, we'll back. be right back. We'll be right back on the other side with more of the game brought to you from Tide 100.9, home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports and the Crimson Empire. 
WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a Town Square media station. Tide 100.9 and screening on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Dan Byer. The Jacksonville Jaguars are taking on the Tennessee Titans on Sunday. Jacksonville, with a victory, would win the AFC South. But Trevor Lawrence remains a game-time decision because of a shoulder injury. On the Titans side of things, Will Levis will not start for the Titans. Instead, Ryan Tannehill gets the nod. Dolphins sell wide receiver Tyreek Hill, wide receiver Jalen Waddell, and running back Raheem Mostert practice today in preparation for their game at Sunday night against the Bills. The Falcons say quarterback Taylor Heineke's ankle injury has him questionable to face the Saints on Sunday. While the Buccaneers are listing Baker Mayfield as questionable, but he is expected to start against the Panthers. The Packers won't have running back A.J. Dillon against the Bears. He's out because of a stinger injury. Maryland quarterback Talia Tungavailoa, who has started the last three seasons for the Terps, has entered the transfer portal. San Francisco Giants are acquiring pitcher Robbie Ray in a trade with the Seattle Mariners. Pastor's Kitchen, Mexican food right there in Northport. If you're looking for the great specials daily, the fajitas are outstanding. The pastor's dip, the appetizers, the fried ice cream, always a great option. It is Pastor's Kitchen, Mexican food. Also, find the food truck. And we are also now serving breakfast at Pastor's Pastor's Kitchen Mexican Food. Stop by the McFarland Boulevard location. You can also find him at Northside Pastor's Kitchen Mexican Food with Pastor Garcia. Equipment, if you're looking for chainsaw needs, if you're cleaning up those leaves or yard debris, you'll find the backpack blowers, the battery operated tools, the Echo Outdoor Power Equipment, Crest Outdoor Power Equipment, the battery operated tools by Husqvarna, and you'll also find great inventory on the Zero Turn Commercial and the residential mowers by both Skag and Husqvarna. Service department do that end of the season maintenance at Northport Power Equipment. It's two blocks east of the Northport Civic Center since 1996. Northport Power Equipment. Tide 100.9. Tuscaloosa weather. Becoming mostly cloudy this afternoon. Rain becoming widespread tonight. The high today 55. Tonight's low 43. Tomorrow showers ending early. The sky will stay cloudy. The high 53. Sunday a mix of sun and clouds with a high of 52. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 53 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Hey, we're going to be back. We just want to thank you that uh, 
to Tuscaloosa Toyota, bringing us today, helping us out. Um, I don't know if we can do any better of a of a sponsorship plug than what we did of than protecting my. 79 year old mother. Unbelievable. Keeping you on the road. That's right. Making sure everybody's happy in the whole state of Alabama. 400,000 miles. Insane. And I'm driving it all the time. Also, I just drove it to Dothan and back. Also, you did for all you can eat sushi. Jealous. <laughs> and you. But yeah. And also, Brian Harden Construction um, and everything they do for us. By the way, Brian Harden Construction, those guys are so awesome. They actually have a, a baseball field that we have been able to practice on multiple times. That he just has let us practice on my kid and my team, Brian Brian Harden Brian Harden Construction, great guys, great people. Will travel around the entire world. Potentially, I just got a phone call, so there's a chance they may have to take a crane to Beijing. Chinese need. We're gonna knock some stuff down. Knock some stuff down. So they need some U, some U.S. muscle to help Let's get go, girl. get some stuff. We need, we'll be, we need to knock some stuff down in we, China. We gotta pay, we gotta pay some bills. So we'll be back right after the break, uh, with more, more from Tide 100.9. So with little Brett, little Tony, a little fun, little Noah. Hold on, hold on. And we've got, look, Jumbo's been waiting. We're Jumbo's going straight first. to him from the WWE and all of his wrestling. Is that wrestling. right? Or wrestling. wrestling, wrestling or whatever. He's going to give us a report and tell us how he's doing this new year. Hang with us, Jumbo. You're going to have a segment. We'll be right back. West Alabama real-time news update from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. Perry County Town of Marion handing out bottled water again today. The handout comes a week after two water pumps malfunction, forcing the Water Authority to shut down the system each night. The city is attempting to get a grant to repair the pumps. There's still few details, but there was a shooting yesterday at Creekwood Village Apartments at 12.48 p.m. One person was reported wounded. Most of West Alabama continues in severe drought, but two to four inches of rainfall tonight and again Monday expected to shrink that drought further across the region. Get 24-7 local news coverage and sports updates when you download the free Tuscaloosa Thread app and sign up for twice daily email newsletters. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. Our morning backups are winding down very well all around the area. If you're traveling along McFarland Boulevard, we're down to just eight minutes from Airport Road to Jack Warner. For those of you en route to U of A this morning, on 2059 between Skyland Boulevard and the 359 interchange, that's an eight-minute drive both directions with no big accidents or breakdowns along the way there. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm Ray Romero. A huge part of the game is SEC Parlay Pick Day on Friday. It's made possible by Brian Harden Construction, a diverse business. Crane and equipment rentals up to 320-ton cranes available. The CNC machines, reverse engineering, laser cutting, specialists in modern construction. It's bhardencon.com. Experience you can count on. Let's build something together. The website, very informative. It is bhardencon.com. Brian Harden Construction, industrial contractors and fabrication i-beam installation brian harden construction every friday made possible by brian harden construction a huge part of our show we are powered by those guys every single day the service department always great the new inventory side all those new toyotas comes with that lifetime powertrain warranty and right now we have the most inventory that we've had in over two and a half years camrys corollas rav4s highlanders forerunners tundras tacomas also the pre-owned inventory 
inventory. Most of the pre-owned inventory comes with that same lifetime powertrain warranty. See all of the inventory, TuscaloosaToyota.com and Tuscaloosa Toyota on Scotland Boulevard. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Becoming mostly cloudy this afternoon. Rain becoming widespread tonight. The high today, 55. Tonight's low, 43. Tomorrow, showers ending early. The sky will stay cloudy. The high, 53. Sunday, a mix of sun and clouds with a high of 52. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 53 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Did you miss any episode on Tide 100.9? Don't worry. All of our shows can be found on Spotify and Apple Music and on demand on the Tide 100.9 app. Just a good old boy. Oh, yeah. Never meaning no harm. Never. Be told you never saw been in trouble with the law since the day you were born. And stepping up into the ring known as the game, the one and only, the tried and true, the big daddy dirty, cousin Jumbo, home of the top title Dirty South Wrestling heavyweight champion hopping off the top rope like, what? Cousin Jumbo, what's up? What's going on, fellas? What's up, man? Get, give us something good today. Pretty nice. I like that. That was all right. Well, uh... <laughs> I don't have any beer stuff, even though I was in the Navy, too, and uh, spent six tours over in Europe, but I've drank a lot of beer, and I've I've had a lot of hangovers. <laughs> you, didn't, but, uh, you didn't cruise around Puerto Rico? Puerto Rico? Yeah, we went there one time, and, um, you know, I've been to St. Thomas, Antigua, Barbados, uh, been to the Bahamas, um, Bermuda, Halifax, Nova Scotia, which the women up there were incredible. Nice. Oh, yes. And then, of course, we did uh, six tours over in Europe in the Mediterranean. So, uh, Jumbo, did, you do, any, did you do any uh, wrestling or boxing when you were in the Navy? No. Um, we did fool around out at one of the Little Creek Amphib base right there in Norfolk. Uh, they had a ring, and, and uh, the lady I was married to then, I took her out there, and uh, I let her beat the crap out of me, you know, in front of everybody that was playing basketball in the gym. So, we uh, we had a little bit of fun with that, but I used to go to uh, the NWA out at Norfolk Scope and uh, met a ton of folks out there. And of course, <clears throat> if you know who the Midnight Express is, Bobby oh, yeah. Eaton and Dennis Condon. Oh uh, yeah. Um, Bobby has passed away, but those two uh, trained me, and um, Dennis and I became good friends when they were up in Birmingham, and he got me into the business after I retired from the Navy, and then. Uh, Mad Dog Dan Sawyer trained me for about two or three months, and man, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, I didn't, I didn't care about getting paid. Uh, it to me, it was getting in the ring and uh, just having a good time. But uh, I blew my knee out, and and it, it's bad now. But um, I had a chance to get back in the ring one more time with um, Southern Championship Wrestling. They did a show over in Cottonville a few weeks ago, and. Um, my doctor out at the uh, hospital would not clear me to wrestle because he said my heart couldn't handle it. Plus, I was too old and um, a little bit too big. But I don't think I am. Um, I just need to get a new doctor. <laughs> well, you know, they there was a basketball player. There was a basketball player in the nineties, late nineties, that played for Alabama that they found a heart condition on. 
they told him not to play. He got a couple uh, more doctors look at him. One in Tulsa cleared him. Supposedly he went to Israel, played the first quarter. He collapsed dead on the court. Um, I still want to do it. I'm still seriously about thinking about doing it. Uh, and just doing it one last time because I want to wrestle in front of my hometown and in front of my family. So I want them to see that I actually did this because we traveled throughout the state last time and we never done a show down here. So we're going to have to see what happens. Maybe if I, I can get I involved. Pretty, in one. I, I think if you want to do it, um, you know, I, I lift and I lift and work out and do everything. I actually, when I was in college, um, I did some MMA training. I wrestled in high school. Oh. And then I coached nice. a little bit when I was in college. We did a, I went to Trevecca Nazarene University in Nashville, and we every wow. year they do a uh, we call it TCW, which is Trevecca Championship Wrestling, and we had wow. the guys from TNA came in because they're in Nashville, and oh TNA, yeah, and they brought a ring in, and they that we spent two weeks training to be able to put the show on, and it we were listen, this is obviously super small time with only a couple hundred students or whatnot. But when your music hits and that and that pop when you're walking out, it's there's nothing like it. The adrenaline rush is that, unbelievable. There's there's nothing like it. And then when you're when you're in a match, it, given that plywood hurts, but you know, when you're going one way or the other, the that pop and that adrenaline, hey, I, I fully understand why you want to step I did it one time and I and I would do wow. it in a heartbeat. If I had the option to eat it again. I've got an idea. Well, you, um, you probably met James Storm, didn't you? Yeah. Well, I'm, I've met James Storm. I've met um, Jeff Jarrett. Um, I went to Samoa school with Joe. him. I grew up with Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, Samoa Joe. Um, oh, Lord, man. Uh, the Rock and Roll Express, the World oh, yeah. Warriors. The Steiners, uh, Abdullah the Butcher, got a picture with Ric Flair, uh, Miss Linda, and, and um, oh, God, Adrian Street, Adrian Street. Um, I've met them, so I've, I've met a ton. I mean, X-Pac, uh, Sid Vicious, all those guys I've met, and, uh, you know, really nice guys, but they love their profession, and I'm telling you, Dennis and uh, Bobby beat the crap out of me. Uh, we were wrestling in Bell City. Uh, beat the crap out of me that morning, and, and I was hurting so bad. I had I took six BC powders just to get rid of the pain, and that's when I first started. Uh, did a six-man tag team that night in Bell City. But, buddy, like you said, when the music hit, the pain, pain was goes gone. away, man. I'm telling you, it's the – you know – me and Tony just had a nice little fun back and forth because he keeps calling it wrestling and I'm calling it wrestling. But uh, the wrestling pain, is when is, you know the winner. It hurts. It is, oh, it yeah, is yeah. one of the most taxing things. And you've got to be, you've got to know what you're doing. You've got to know your spots. You've got to know how to do this, how to do that. And it, it, it's tough. It's phys physically, it's demanding. So I could take Tony. I could take Tony right now, go to a ring, go to a ring somewhere. You sure and, about and, that? You know, show him, show him a few little things, but I can make it look to where he has been wrestling for ten years. Uh, the big key in the wrestling um, is I have to sell your moves. You have to yeah. sell mine. And what I mean by that is when I'm beating on you, you got to sell it. You got to make it look like it's hurt. You got to show the agony, everything. You go through all the motion in the same way with me, and that's what makes it. Uh, Tony loves when someone's beating on him. 
Not, oh yeah, not, makes, not it, a guy. makes it click. He doesn't care. But not um, a guy. <clears throat> he's trying to he's trying to be cool on the radio. No, he doesn't no, care. No, I do care. He's, if you watch the WWE nowadays, right now. if you watch the WWE nowadays, it's a lot of triple somersaults. Oh off the yeah, top, it's right? acrobatics, flat backflips, and all that crap. Man, I'm I'm on the four hundred pounds. I'm too big to be doing that. Yeah, the body um, elbow. That's what you need to be doing. Well, that that's my finishing move is off the rope uh, with an elbow. That's my finishing move. I'm telling you, I've got so, the idea. I've got the idea to solve this, where you get to do it again. You're not, but I think my plan is you're the manager and you, bl- and we're going to bring someone we what? hate out like a Russian or a Chinese yeah. or a booger eater and bring them out and have the fight going on. Then you intervene at the end and beat the living crap out of them where you're there. There's no damage to you. You're inflicting right. all the damage. You go out there and you send the crowd crazy at the end and everyone's happy. Hey, that's, that's, a, that's pretty cool. That's, um, not, that's not a bad. Who is that you know little guy that used is, to be the manager that would be running around and yelling at the people and stuff? And um, he, he, yeah, he, the ma- he, Jimmy Hart. Yeah, Jimmy Hart. You'd be like the oh, big yeah, Jimmy Hart. Oh, yeah, mouth of the south. By the way, if you hear me chewing, yes, I'm chewing that. That yeah. is the sandwich. That It's my fault. Everybody, right, I, I brought I brought food. Noah's back there chomping. Tony's chomping, and Tony's one of these guys that if he gets a drip of that's anything right. on his hands or mouth, he's got to wipe it off. Oh, that's right. Um, so what do you want? You've been in the ring, and you're um, you're familiar with the fur, with the words uh, juicing, mm-hmm. face, heel. Oh yeah, you know you know what all that is. And I've always been a face. I was never a heel. I was never a bad guy. I was always a face. I was, my, my one match, I was a heel. And it was awesome. You were a heel. Oh yeah, they had it was me, me and another guy, and we were two of the biggest, two of the bigger guys, and we were B Royd and D Royd, and we just had to uh-huh. act like roided up monsters out there trying to B Royd and D Royd. Yeah, uh, to go uh, beat up everybody. It was awesome. I mean, it was, it was so much fun. Did you uh, Did you win? No, we lost. Okay, you know you you do know that the match. Did you know that before you even had the match, the winner's predetermined? Correct. Okay, so wrestling. Don't start with me. But but the thing about it, guys, if if you can get in, you can get in the ring with a monkey. As (laughs) long as you sell his moves, he sells yours. You're going to send the crowd, and and you got to know how to talk. The talking is one of the biggest things, and if you can bring the smack, and if y'all just saw me over there in uh, Cottondale, the heavyweight champion come out, and I immediately went on him and told him I was coming for his belt. He didn't know who I was, what I was trying to do or nothing, but he found out later when he came out for his match, and he came over there, and we were face-to-face, and I kept telling him, hit me. You know, I was I gritting through my teeth saying, hit, he said, I can't do it. I said, I know, I'm just trying to bring the heat to you. We had a blast with it, man. I gave them jokers some pure H-E double toothpicks over there. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's the name of the game. That's that's the way the fans are supposed to be. You bring the heat, and, um, man, it's, it's just, I'm telling you, you know what? A lot of people won't think I'm crazy. But to me, I getting in that crazy. ring and wrestling, people, getting in that ring and wrestling is better than sex. Hey, that's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, I love it. I love it. I got I an love idea. Wrestling. I got Uh-oh. an idea right now. Uh-oh. The closest thing we can get to wrestling right now 
would uh-huh. be some smack talking. I oh, want to hear Cousin Jumbo and Royd B. Oh, God. B-Royd? B-Royd. Well, y'all are about to get, y'all about to tangle. And y'all I, don't I, like I, each other. Y'all don't like each other at all. Because. Right off the cuff. Yeah, because, be, be, because you know, Cousin Jumbo, your, 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 your girlfriend. This is a family she, show. She, she likes him. Oh, my she's been looking. Yeah, no, she's not likes been, she's not been looking at a four hundred pound cousin Jumbo oh, coming around yeah. here cruising. She's like, been looking at him the in hill, those tights. hillbilly, the old hillbilly from the backwoods no. coker area, it, it, hopping it, it, in his nineteen sixty two dilapidated F one fifty. You hear what he's saying about your cousin? You gonna let him talk to you like that, cousin? I want to hear. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I might be fat, but you're ugly. And I can lose weight. And I can lose weight. You get in the ring with me. One time I body slam you, you're done. It's going to be a three count. I'm going to take your belt. I'm going to take your wife, your dog, and everything. You're done. <laughs> so you might as well just come. You might as well come getting ready to give me the keys to your house and your cars because I'm taking everything you got. And most of all, I'm taking that belt you got around your waist. And your self-respect. This is, what I, this is what we want. What do you think about that? That's awesome, man. I mean, but what do you think about it? Me personally? B Royd. B Royd? Yeah, how does B Royd like that? Is that like a hemorrhoid? It's like a hemorrhoid. Hemorrhoid! You don't know what a hemorrhoid is, big boy. If you think I'm worried about a guy that can't chase me around the ring and kiss uh, my boots, no chance. No chance. Hemorrhoid. <laughs> well, if you got a hemorrhoid, then it ain't gonna. T- it's not gonna take me long to catch you. And once I catch you, you're done. I love and, it. And, and if you want to get technical about it, I'll put you in a steel cage. You got nowhere to run, baby. You're mine. I love it. You're gonna be steel all night long. This has been an epic segment of the game. I'm telling you right now, they better record this whole show and play it again because it's nothing but gold. It's not, Everyone has been gold. Everyone's really been A-game. Game, and that right there, my friends, is just a sample of what you get when Cousin Jumbo, Jumbo comes out there and manages out in Cottondale. If those people know what in the world they're doing. They'll go ahead and book him. You're going to be the manager. Who knows? Maybe Hemroid B-Roid might show up. Be on your yeah, team the, uh, or be on the we'll other the team, Superroid. but Superroid. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you right now that is classic. Hey, we gotta go. Thank you for holding. Hey, Did you like your segment? Did we, go, we give you hey, enough before, time? Before you go, I'm sorry to be interrupting you. Let me say one thing. This is on, this is on a serious note. Ryan, we love you, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't know you were sick, but uh, I pray for you, dude, and, and God bless you. And, uh, you're gonna you're gonna be back in the game before too long. We need our number one talk host back, but uh, right. we love you, brother. We're praying for you, and and you get well and come back. Happy New Year, and God bless you, Jumbo. All right, Happy New Year. Thanks, guys. It's been fun. Roll tide. Again, we're back on the other side of the break. Woo! The Tide 100.9, the game with Tony, with Brett, B Royd, B Royd, cousin Jumbo. Herroid and everybody else, Noah behind, Noah behind the glass, screaming, cussing, elbow dropping. He's hit with, he's in a chair. He's, uh, he's thrown, he's thrown burgers. He's losing his mind. Oh yeah. But no, we're, we're not like some of these other shows. We're not a neutral. 
No, no, we're not Bama neutral. We're not Bama neutral. It's tied. Not a not a Bubba and um, and uh, whippersnapper. Whippersnapper. Uh, this is a uh, Tide 100.9. Or a Bama hating show like the one that follows us. Oh, gosh. This is the game. Home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. And the Crimson Empire. Cracker, Mick, Kraut, Polak, Frog, Guinea, Wop, Honky. Have fun. Catch Christian and Corey Miller every weekday here on Tide 100.9. What up, everybody? It's Corey Miller, the pastor of pain, alongside my partner, Christian Miller. Coming up on the Miller's Edge on Friday. We like to call Friday Friday. It's all calls. We want to hear from you, the people. 205-342-9904. Or send us a question on their app. It's free, Tide 100.9. It's the Miller's Edge. On Friday. Tune in 11 to noon to hear Christian and Corey Miller break down everything from college to the pros on Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama sports. You know, we talk about grilling so often. If you want to dominate the grill today or any day, go visit our friends at Mark's Mark in downtown Northport. I walk in there all the time. There's new things added, whether you're trying to amp up the spice cabinet or whether you're going in for a great ribeye, a salmon swirl, a chicken swirl, which is that's what they're home of since 1978. The seafood entrees, the great cheesecake, the great pies that are made here locally in Alabama, the Blue Spring Living Water. You'll find it at Mark's Mark in downtown Northport under that Roll Tide Bridge. Go see the friendly folks at Mark's Mark downtown Northport under that Roll Tide Bridge. Where the legends of Alabama football hang out. Lacey, huge hole. Touchdown. Yep, yep. Alabama touchdown. The game with Ryan Fowler. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. I do. After Jumbo just murdered me on the well, no, live radio. I, well, I mean, thanks to you. Well, you know, yeah, good, one, friend, good friend you are. One guy's a pro. One's a Joe. There you go. <laughs> it's part of it. You know, uh, I got a broken heart after the game. I did because I love this team. I really did. I love this team. Was it the best team I've ever seen? No. No. Did it star-studded at the beginning of the year? No. Did we have warts and faults? Yes. But I love that team. I still love the team. I love the center. He got put in that position and all. But now we're going to get on with our guest today out of Jacksonville, Florida, Brett Beard. Brett Beard, uh, college football analyst. For the uh, Florida Coast News, and he also hosts a nice little podcast with our buddy, That's Travis right. Ryer. That's right, Travis Ryer. Brett, welcome to the game. Does Happy New Year. And I would uh, say to, to what you're talking about is someone, re- and I'm sure someone has somewhere down the line, but <laughs> someone needs to do a study of what a loss does to um, avid fans, uh, and I, uh, and I think, and then having been in this business since the early nineties, 
have seen it many, many times. Uh, Look, I'm not going to say it's like uh, losing a child or losing a pet or something like that, but but, but a, a loss really is difficult for fans to deal with um, especially Alabama fans, and, and I understand that. And the and the the closest thing I can compare it to would be a uh, some kind of grief experience. Because I can tell you, if you sat down the average Alabama fan and you asked them to tell you the games that you remember most, uh, uh, unfortunately, about half of those would be difficult losses. That's what Nick Saban would tell you. Yeah. That's all oh, yeah. That's all he remembers. That's all he remembers is the losses. What's the worst yeah. loss to you personally, whether it's a child, whatever going through as a game, a sporting event, what stung you the most? Oh, I remember being at the uh, Alabama Notre Dame game in <sighs> 73 yeah. in the old Tulane Stadium. Uh, when that was one of the, really one of the greatest games ever played. Uh, and uh, it, it was a game Alabama really should have won. That 73 team was a – now, I know they had the 3 nothing win at LSU, but that was because they were playing in a monsoon. Yes. Uh, but the um, – I mean, they were a absolute buzzsaw – uh, through the majority of that uh, schedule, and it frankly was not even close. May easily one of the greatest offenses in Alabama history. I've got two things to ask you on that, and then Brad, I'm gonna let you handle it on there. But my earliest memory as an Alabama fan, I was born in '66, so I was six years old when that game took place, and I just turned six, October birthday. Mm-hmm. So I just turned six going into the thing. My uh my family's from Alabama, but I lived in Nashville. So I had an uncle that was up. They're watching the game, and you know they are, they know they're about to get their revenge on Notre Dame from two years earlier. And they're going through. And when they completed that pass to Dave Casper, going through. Yeah. The earliest memory I have of an of of any type of sporting event, my uncle kicked the wall and broke his toe. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. And he Absolutely. was hopping around and they were all mm-hmm. mad. He was trying not to be, not to be mad, you know, not to, not to be hurt. And they were, you know, cursing and this and that. And I remember lying on the couch and my dad, and I started laughing and my dad gave me the, the side eye and I laid down face down on the couch with my face in a pillow so they couldn't hear yeah. me laughing. Now I remember that. Oh, yeah. Now I got a question for you. And I've never understood what's happened in this game because I have seen the replay, and I wanted to watch the replay. Alabama in the fourth quarter down there had the ball inside the 10 toward the very end of the game and came away with no points before they got the ball back again. Do you remember what happened? Uh, I frankly don't. I mean, I mean, you know to, what I'm talking me, about. The, yeah, yeah. To me, the game was what uh, was really over on the pass to Casper because, man, it, and listen, it was like third and mm-hmm. it, it wasn't third and five. It, it was like third and fifteen or third and twenty or something of that nature. And Alabama had a 
tremendous amount of momentum going into that game, going into that. Yes. At the end of the game, I mean the. Uh, from what I remember, the the roof was about to. Uh, they didn't have a roof, but but uh, theoretically, the roof was about to blow off the place. If they had held them and got the ball back, because they were they were their offense was finally in sync, and they were uh, on the verge of uh, maybe going down and scoring and win the game. But uh, un- but unfortunately for Tide fans, that past the Casper minute was over. That's why Notre Dame had the ball trapped down as deep as they did in Alabama territory or their own territory was because Alabama somehow didn't score, didn't kick a field. What what, what did we lose by? Two? One? Two. 24-23. Yeah, and we didn't kick a field goal. And and, and, and when you watch the replay on YouTube or whatever, that part is missing. And I'm like, of all yeah. the part in the game, oh, yeah. I want to know how do how did we not yeah. score? What happened on that? That's that, that's crazy. All right, I'm going to turn it over. Brett wants to ask you a couple things here. Well, you know, the big thing for me, the, you know, as y'all talk about this game, it reminds me of how absurdly lucky the last 17 years have been. You know, we're we're just yeah. two two days from two days ago. 17 years ago when Saban was hired at Alabama. And the there's only one game I can remember in that Clemson National Championship game where Bama wasn't a player two away from winning in every yeah. loss. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. And, you know, we could be upset about the Michigan game that just happened and everything, but there's not – of every other team that's played in 17 years, I don't think there's anyone that's been as close – to not losing, if you want to say it that way, as Alabama has. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, I mean, the um, and and when you really track what they have done uh, over the year uh, since Saban has been there, I mean, it 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 really is. Uh, it, it's really mind boggling, and I mean, you can tell why fan bases and some people in the nation almost have a uh, celebration when Alabama loses is because they they just uh, they just don't do it uh, and and again I mean like the numbers here Bama's lost six games since the national championship in 2020 35 and six uh, since that time uh, which is amazing they're 89 and 11. In their last 100 games, uh, and uh, you know that I mean that's remarkable when you think about that. Of those 11 games, uh, how, many, how many are are they? Are they all but one one score games? I mean, really, probably maybe two. Yeah, or, the Georgia yeah, game or was, was a two score game. Yeah, yeah. and the Clemson, Clemson game was a two score game. So that would mean right. nine out of the 11 we lost yeah. were one score games. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's basically true. Yes. Mm-hmm. And how many did we lose on pick plays? Well, uh, <laughs> and they were running that. Michigan was running a pick in, play. In my brain, us. there's four that we lost essentially on the last play of the game. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. Between the yeah, pick well, play and it, Tennessee and LSU and now Michigan. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh yeah. Well, and I, I and I think the part of the disappointment that come. It, 
you, you've almost got to look at Monday night uh, in two different ways. One way is uh, the uh, uh, the tremendous improvement that Alabama had under Kevin Steele this year was, fr- frankly, remarkable. But the problem is uh, in the Michigan game with total, almost total control of the game, the defense failed miserably on the last two drives. So, I mean, that, um, I mean, you've got that narrative that is still going to carry over into the, uh, uh, the off season. And you've got the same thing with Jalen Milrow, uh, with as much as he improved during the season and he did, uh, you, you've got this, you're going to have this narrative that, and it's true that he just didn't play well. Now, a lot of that was a tribute to Michigan, obviously. Uh, but I think after those, those two early sacks, um, that, that really made him gun shy, uh, at, at that point. And the other narrative, well, I mean, there are many, but the other narrative that comes from that <laughs> is obviously why was the center snap situation not fixed before the year was over? Uh, like you had it with Kool-Aid McKinstry fumbling punts, um, and then, uh, the, the putting, uh, you know, one of the sure-handed guys on the, uh, on the field in there. But look, with that, with, with that said, that this is why it's two edge guys. If you ask the, the average Alabama fan, they probably had more fun with this team this year than they've had in a long time. And I would still argue, and so some people are going to say, well, they didn't win the, cha- the national championships. This is a failure. Absolutely. It's not a failure. No. Listen, no. your, your goal when the season starts and the only thing you can control is to win your conference championship. They mm-hmm. beat all their rivals and they go to the playoffs. Uh, the truth of the matter is, it was, it, it, it should have gone further, yes. Uh, but the truth of the matter is, um, it was one of the more successful seasons that they've had in a long time. Do you think, going into next year, do you think that Reese and Steele will both be coordinators for Alabama in 24? Well, I think, I think, the, I think Alabama fans hope they will be. Um, uh, now, I, now Reese got better again too as, as the year went along. There are still problems that the offensive line's got to be fixed. Um, the, uh, the other thing about it is, and, uh, and I was quite surprised, frankly, that R- Rodell Williams is going in the portal. Yeah. That, I was, um, was going to ask you that. You know, I, when I look at the Alabama thing going into next year, so, just you know, off the cuff, you're talking about Roydell, Ferguson, um, McLaughlin, um, Benson, a Christian Story. These are all guys that could very easily be starters next year yeah. in Alabama. Yeah. So, you know, this transfer world and NIL world. You know, what about I, the I DB? I don't quite under Christian Story's DB. Oh, you said Story and in yeah. Little and uh, who in Little or oh, Little. Little? He's I think I think Little and and um, Damani Jackson that's coming in. I think 
Jackson's probably going to be over Little, but Little would, would have a shot. Yeah. The, I mean, sure. the, five, the five guys I'm oh, yeah. talking about, I think are probably shoe-ins yes. to be starters. And it, it kind of – we talked a little bit with Rodney, but when we were on the show in June about starters at Alabama, like transferring out, if it, it's just shocking to me that, that we're at a stage in college football to where four to five starting-level Alabama guys, when Alabama's the – right now the – second place for betting favorites to win the national championship next year behind Georgia. And, and we got five starters leaving. Yeah. Well, and again, I'm sure there's some stories that we will either never know or won't know for a few years, but just like Rodell, I, I don't understand why you would go somewhere else uh, when you're basically going to be the starter next year. Now, uh, what we mean by starter is they're they're going to need to play like three backs every game because you've got to do that in, in the SEC, frankly. And I'll say this, guys, uh, the way he was running, if Justice Haynes had gotten instead of what four carries, yes, if yeah. if, if he would gotten fourteen. Uh, the way he was running, I think Bama wins the game, frankly. Yeah. We came uh, out in the second half running the J- ball, you know, and we looked well. right, and then there was a fumble. Like, and we just abandoned got, it. You've got Justice who was running for uh, 10 yards of carry. Jace is running for 7 yards of carry. Yes. Yeah. And, and yeah. I, you know, it's I, I agree with you. One of my biggest things that, that, that's been irritating me really for the last three years, 2020, we were so much better than everybody. That it kind of got masked a little bit. Yeah, I don't understand how Alabama doesn't take advantage of very obvious situational football to where if you're we're playing Michigan, they're going to light in the box to stop Jalen Milrow. Why we're not using the 350 pound lineman to go hammer it right down their throat blows my mind. Instead of yeah, going, well, you know, we did it with Bryce right. and LSU when we do three three and outs in a row um, to start that game. And the, and the game we ended up losing in Baton Rouge, it feels like there's just this weird thing going on to where we don't, we're just not taking advantage of obvious situations that we can that we can win with. I just yeah, well, I, I don't get it. Oh yeah. Well, well, I mean, and, and again, Bill O'Brien. Look, Bill O'Brien's a good football coach, but he also got pass happy uh, during the time he was in Alabama too. Yes. Uh, uh, but uh, in, but in a Listen, when uh, and and it's not just Alabama. You see it all the time in coaches. Uh, you're you, you are mauling the opposition. You're getting seven to ten yards to carry, uh, running the ball, and just inexplicably stop running the ball. Is it, it, I mean, people, people. You know, I, I'd love to hear a coach coaches take on that sometime to see what he'd say about it. But I, I really do. I, I truly believe the way. Look, listen, Haynes is a special back. Yeah. Um, and and Haynes is a fifteen hundred yard a year running back. I mean, you can tell that. There's something special with, back here. Yeah, with a, him 90, and with a, a ninety-five mile an hour fastball. Yeah, and, and frankly, yeah. and frankly, Jam Miller may be pretty close to that himself. He's a baller too, man. Yeah. Those two guys. Jam, Jam reminds me of a faster Ken Darby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but 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 they they really um, did not take advantage of a real opportunity at that in that time of um, 
along this line that was struggling to to concentrate on on run run blocking. You know, and to, uh, to also be fair, you know, not to inter- I, I'm sorry for interrupting you, but you know, Michigan was running the ball so well against Alabama. The fact that they let JJ McCarthy even throw the ball is kind yeah. of well, well, that's true too. On their part, yeah, they're they're chunking off eight eight yards carry at one point. Yeah, and they just yeah. let him throw the ball. But Brent, Brent, we're about to have to uh, hit a break real quick. So we want to make sure that we get you plugged in. Let everybody know what you're doing, what you have going on. If you wouldn't mind dropping, let everybody know where they can find you. Sure. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, the best way to find me is on Twitter. Uh, it's just simply at Brent Beard, B-E-A-I-R-D. And the, and the thing that I try to do uh, is uh, to update my um, uh, uh, the Twitter feed several times a day because they're especially right now with the portal going on. Guys, there's so much stuff happening. It's mind-boggling, frankly. Uh, just keep up with it. So I, I try to do that as best I can. Um, also on First Coast News, they call it football analyst for them. And Travis Ryer and I uh, do a uh, podcast called Second Helpings with the SEC emboldened. <laughs> so uh, we we sort of enjoy that and always, always enjoy being uh, on your station and uh, – Sorry that Ryan's under the weather and I hope he gets better soon, but appreciate you guys helping out. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on with us. I know we're not as good as Ryan, but, you know, we do the best we can to be a close second. Uh, yeah. we're, we're, we're well, definitely I would, more of a number it, it, two than yeah, 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 number one. That's true. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, uh, make sure, and I would make sure say, you tell yeah. Travis next when you talk yes. to him to make sure that he comes and gets one of his – he loves the Yardbird at Southern Owl House. So, <laughs> yeah. To, Make sure yeah, he comes against one. Sure. You, need, you need to come in as well for one of these Bama games. Yeah, well, I would. Uh, well, I'm. I'm hoping to be up there for a basketball game <clears throat> in a few months, and, and would enjoy that immensely. But I will. I will say this on the way out: for as many disappointed Alabama fans as they are with the Michigan game, uh, to remember that um, this uh, look uh, when. And I've already seen it. I just saw one from Bleacher Report when the um, all-too-early top 25 list come out. Bama will either be one, two, or three, and they'll probably either be one or two. In uh, that they were in, they were number one in Bleacher Report, and they've got a lot of holes to fill and and so forth. But this this is going to be a very very good football team coming back next year. Thank you, so Brent. Thank you so much. And, and you know, like you're to... one of the people. And, and my favorite part about Alabama, and I hope it never changes, is the fact that as sad as Alabama fans are, the rest of the world is happier than we are sad every time we lose. And if, we, if we're going to be the the big bully and the bad guy in the in the corner, that's I'll take that every day of the week. The more the more tears we give everybody, and the that's more right. the happier they are for the one time we lose every eleven years. That's right. It is what it is. Well, I, I, as as a long time listener, Brent, I just want to thank you for what you bring to the game every Friday. I love your segment. I love your insight. I love your opinions and everything going through. And the game wouldn't be what it is from a listener standpoint without your contribution every Friday. Well, I appreciate that, I, and I take it very seriously, and really enjoy the. Uh, the, the the time with Ryan and being able to talk about not only Alabama football and basketball, but 
uh, other SEC teams and and so forth because there are so many other things going on in the league mm-hmm. that either directly or indirectly affect Alabama uh, that it's good to be able to get that out there. Hey, we appreciate it. Have a happy new year, and thank you so much. Thanks, Brent. You too, guys. Thanks much. Take care. We are Tony and Brett, and we'll be back on the other side of this break. Noah is freaking out is right now. Oh, he's so mad. I always thought I, I always double, thought Hollywood was kidding about no, the no, no, finger. Double, double redheaded double bird, which let me tell you something is way worse. That's fired up. It's fired up. So we'll be right back on the game. I hear it. Uh, Tide 100.9 and AM 1230 home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports and the Crimson Empire. Credit unions, feel good about your money. AlabamaCU.com, the mobile app, makes banking so much more convenient. All the mobile deposits, many times, you don't even have to go into the bank to manage your money. Whether we're talking about checking, savings, mortgage, home equity loan, financing a vehicle. And remember, Roll Tide, show your pride with the official credit card of the University of Alabama Alumni Association, AlabamaCU.com. Alabama Credit Union with great branches all over West Alabama and throughout the state of Alabama. Alabama Credit Union. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Becoming mostly cloudy this afternoon. Rain becoming widespread tonight. The high today 55, tonight's low 43. Tomorrow showers ending early. The sky will stay cloudy. The high 53. Sunday, a mix of sun and clouds with a high of 52. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 53 Three degrees in Tuscaloosa. Barry Buckner, TPC Tuscaloosa, and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Dan Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence considered a game-time decision because of his shoulder injury. They've got the Titans coming up in Nashville on Sunday. Titans are going to start Ryan Tannehill in that game in place of rookie Will Levis, who was banged up. Falcons say quarterback Taylor Heineke's ankle injury has him questionable to face the Saints on Sunday. Baker Mayfield of the Buccaneers is dealing with a rib injury, but he is expected to start that game against Carolina. If the Buccaneers win, they will clinch the NFC South. Dolphins saw Tyreek Hill get back at practice today following a fire at his home earlier this week. Now, Jalen Waddell and Raheem Mostert also practiced today for the Dolphins. In the NBA, the Lakers are listing guard D'Angelo Russell as doubtful for tonight's game against the Grizzlies. And as part of the deal to sell the Mavericks, Mark Cuban and the Adelson family are providing a total of $35 million in bonuses to Mavericks employees. Those California girls or something like that. I don't know. He's out under the weather and he's not able to be in the station. So we got Brett and Tony in today. Holly, Hollywood or Holly Flu? Take your pick. Something like that. Poor guy. Man, this has been a fun day. Two hours down. It's been fun for me. I don't, and you. I hope the listeners aren't bleeding from their ears. Find and, here in a minute. And we've been very, you know, we got people waiting on here an hour and a half yeah. to get on, and and I mean, we're sorry, right? We're doing the best but we can. this is Caller Appreciation Freak Flag Friday brought to you by Brian Harden Construction, Kings of Construction, Kings of 
doing whatever work you need wherever you need it. He's a giant Alabama true, sports true. supporter. He's a, I mean, he's a big deal. Last I heard, and then, you know, I've been checking uh, my sources. Huh. Sources. Yeah, I like that. Trying to do some big. Are these cap- like Hollywood sources or legitimate journalists? And um, they told me that, that somewhere in Toronto, they need a crane. They call Brian Harden. I got an idea what they can do with that crane crew up there in Canada who's lost their mind. All right. So now this next segment we're coming up, one of the most famous callers in the history of the game. And his segment is going to be on fanaticism because this joker got on a billboard for weeks to show his love for the Crimson Tide. I bring to you Elias. Elias, what's up, dude? I, I love that introduction, man. We, I, I, you know, we gotta keep, we ain't gotta make sure we record that. I like the introduction. I gotta uh, go back and listen to that again. I like the introduction. That could be your like your new alarm. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that'll be perfect. Ringtone. Yes, indeed. I like. Well, it. Glad to have you guys on today, man. Ryan, get well. We, we got you back. Get well and uh, get back in the game soon. Elias, I asked, I asked Paul earlier, and I want to. I'd like to ask you as well, um, with your knowledge of past Alabama stuff, for your new New Year's resolution. If you had the opportunity to bring back any coach or player for this coming season, who are you bringing? You bringing back the one player? I got a coach in mind too, but with the one player in particular, I will bring back. Is my man, Tim Williams. Tim Williams. Ooh. Off the edge. Off the edge. Burning. Could no one block him off the edge. It's he like would be on the quarterback by the time he had the ball in his hands. I agree. It's like we he are didn't play that enough really bad right now. Here. Well, I mean, look, you got to look at Will and Dallas back-to-back, if anything else. They're, they're being forced to to do run run block, to run, run protect, run defense. Ooh. And Tim was just a scat back go. He was unbelievable. That, that, yeah. that bend off the edge he had, unbelievable. unbelievable. Elite. And by me saying that, when are we going to stop being stubborn and get back to letting our dogs be dogs on that field? You, the question because is, the previous years, do we have we had dogs guys on the field? Falling, I believe we do. And I think they're holding them back at some point because they want to run those schemes, which I get it. They're doing what the coach say do. But when you know you got a dog out there, you got a few dogs out there on the field, and they can play ball and go sideline to sideline, let them do that. Everybody knows Ruben Foster wasn't down with schemes, but he was a dog. When he needed to get to that ball, he gets to that ball, and he will lay you out. Yeah, but Ruben had Ruben had uh, Tomlinson, um, Jonathan Allen, Darren Payne, Ryan Anderson. Yeah. He had a lot of dogs and a lot of dudes that freed him up to be able to run and do all the crazy um, monster hits he did, he did as well. You know, my, my, the biggest worry and issue that I have with Alabama and, and Brian's actually mentioned it a couple times is Hollywood. Hollywood. Sorry. Um, since <laughs> Deron, <laughs> since Deron Payne left, I don't, I mean, no, I'm sorry. Since Quentin Williams left, I, we haven't had a dominant interior defensive lineman since. And that is true. And I think, you know, that Alabama defense traditionally, if we don't have some a dog in the middle, everything else kind of is kind of is what it is. 
I'm going to clue That's you true. into what I think about what's going on right now. Tell me. Okay. Remember when Coach Saban changed his stance on defense? Correct. Remember when he said defenses don't necessarily win championships? I mean, that's Coach Saban coming that. out and saying that. I think the game has changed. Um, you can't hit like you used to could hit. The Correct. game has changed in the sense that dominant defenses win the second and third quarter, but they can't stop you in the fourth quarter. I don't care who you are. We oh. didn't stop Georgia in the fourth quarter. We didn't stop Michigan oh. in the fourth quarter. We didn't stop Auburn in the fourth quarter. And we haven't stopped anybody in the fourth quarter since we played Clemson the first time in the national championship game. Outside of 2020, defense has not won championships for Alabama. You got to outscore them in the fourth quarter. That's why we lost to Michigan. We only put 20 points on the freaking board. You know, and what happens? We get we we get the lead in the fourth quarter. We're gonna give it up. Texas, give it up immediately. Michigan, give it up. Georgia, thank goodness, we could score Almost on them. Up. Almost gave it up. And look at the Auburn game. Yeah. You know, I mean, I just think the game's changed, and we've got to know that your defense has to get you in a position to win. But in the fourth quarter. The offense has got to win it. What do you think okay. about that, Elias? I, I, I agree 100%. And to add on to that, um, like I told Ryan at, before the season started. Hollywood. Hollywood. I'm about Hollywood. You got it. Like I told Hollywood at the beginning of the, um, before the season started, if you use Deadly Nero to his strength. Yes, yes, you we did. We all know he's not a pocket passer. That's right. We know that. But that guy, he is an up-tempo, let-me-run, Lamar Jackson-style type offense guy. Let's do two, three-yard slants here and there. Drag the tight end across the middle. Let's open it up. Elliot, so what we do, Elliot, so we I'm gonna, put him in the pocket. I'm gonna I'm gonna push back just a hair. I'm not okay because my this is my my biggest complaint with Milro is as the season progressed, especially near the end, he was mm-hmm. so dependent on sitting in the pocket for the home run ball that he that he missed all the wide open underneath and media and medium passes. He just didn't even look at him. He wanted the home run, not the single. And in that's the, why, in the, that's in the why Michigan we needed game, those passes. In the Michigan game, that's what in the end in the, in the game, that's what bit us in the butt in the fourth quarter. We yep. Had, we had a fumble when he was running when he was running around when he should have just went down or pitched the ball. By the way, if he mm-hmm. makes a pitch what he was trying to do before he slipped down, yes. that's a touchdown. Yes. And then the the over route with a minute left in the game, he throws it at Kobe Prentice's feet on the over route because he threw it off his back foot. I remember that, yes. Um, yes. Which that would have put us inside probably the 35 going in. Listen, you know, I, I don't want to lump on some of these things from with Milrow. I think he is – I think he's athletically the the biggest talent at quarterback Alabama's ever had. It's just a matter Absolutely. of if you can kind of like – wrangle it, kind of bring it in to where you can use it all. Because at Absolutely. times, 
because at times, even when he, you know, the LSU game is prime example of him being able to, to do everything. But right. in the LSU game, he was running the ball. He was throwing the obvious short routes, flat routes, medium routes, mm-hmm. over drags. And then he was throwing the long ball. He was doing yeah, all but their defense was, sucks. You can't was, use LSU as an example. Well, I'm just saying it had the ability to where he was going. He was using sideline to sideline. Sure. He was using every part of the field as you go down. As you go down in the Georgia game, he did it at times. In the Michigan game, whether it's pressure, pressure or whatnot, it, it was the most frustrating part is just watching the all or nothing offense. What? what I mean, this is my deal. How can you blame a quarterback that's going against, say, Michigan's senior-related defense? They're changing coverages. They show you man, they go zone. They show you zone, they go man, and your quarterback has to start to play playing uh, shortstop. Because I looked, at, I, I went back and watched the game last night, just the Alabama snaps. And Elias, you're not going to believe this. I'm going to consider, and this is what I did when I judged it, a bad snap was only a snap that was below his knees. I didn't care if the ball was high. I didn't care if the ball was off the side. I only counted bad snaps that were below his knees. Now, look, he's squatting when he's behind, when he's in the shotgun. He's not standing up. He's squatting. We had seven snaps below his knee. And I'm going to tell you, 80% of every other snap was at his knee. They, they tracked Waste it. Waist or below. They tracked it in the Michigan game. He had, he received 39 off target snaps. Yeah. And listen, wow. I, I was, I was a former center. So, you know, I, for three years of my life, I snapped a ball to a quarterback and I was lucky enough to where the coaches I had, I had a former Bear Bryant offensive line coach. That taught me how to snap a ball. So I was lucky enough to get to learn how to do that. I think the biggest disservice to to Seth McLaughlin is there wasn't an adult in the room that told him to change how he snapped and then stick with it. If a center, just like a quarterback, right? Like when we talk about Jalen Milrow, we don't want him to be a pocket Mm -hmm. passer, right? It's it's not his strength. That's right. So for Seth McLaughlin to change how he snaps a ball, I saw it at least three times. And then the best he snapped was the dead ball style snapping, which is when you grab the top of the ball. He did that against Georgia. Yeah. He had a lot hit in, then, the, in the middle area and then in that game. In the Georgia game is the well, best he probably snapped all but season. But he still, it, it was so bad, Gary Danielson even said, I think they're snapping low. On purpose, on purpose, because the defense can't see the ball. But I know, but he's still one of the better games that he had. And look, well, and I'm not, this crazy, isn't a Seth the, bashing thing. No, no, no. I hope he comes back. Correct. He loves Alabama. I want him here, but we need to do better for him. That's my by him. That's what I'm saying. Just yeah. like Jalen Miller, there has to hold be coaches accountable. Yes. the coaches, and and it does worry me because do we have coaches in that building? That have with this transfer nil fluid movement all the time, the the stones to look at these players and say, you have to do that. You have to do it this way if you want to be successful. And I right now at Alabama, I don't know. I don't know if that exists. So and then when I watch Seth McLaughlin, it is the number one reason why I say there's not an adult in the room that that looks at him and says, hey dude, you snap the ball better this way. This is how you're going to do it. 
But the fact that they allowed him, told him, made him switch three, maybe four times on how he snapped the ball, regardless of injury or whatnot, that that's not that's not how you coach football. You do you do it one way, and if it doesn't work, you do it the second way, and you don't go back. We need an elite center that's a retired NFL guy or going to the thing, and he needs to be working with him right now on snapping the ball because he can call the blocking assignments. He's not doing it though. He's trying. Uh, I'm, I'm just saying. That's, that's you know. Before we go, you know, we're about to have to get a break, but you know, I don't, I don't want to go in a, a big diatribe or whatnot. Center is a very difficult position. Yes, I, on a football field, I think number one yeah. quarterback and number two is center. A true center has got to be able to snap the ball um, correctly every time, call coverage, uh, designate where who the who the Mike linebacker is, and then wow. remember the count and be able to you know to snap, get your head up and block. So the problem is Alabama's been very lucky with being able to move guards around to be centers and be able to be really, really good blockers. Seth is an elite blocker. Mm-hmm. Especially for his size. For his size and what he does, he is, a, he is an elite blocker. But everything else that goes into center, he's not elite at. And Alabama figured out when they moved last year, Alf, Alf Darian Dalcourt, that they just needed somebody to block. And if the ball got back there, the ball yeah. got back there. Because you had Bryce Young, and now you've got Jalen Milrow, who are crazy athletes. Crazy that can that can cover that up. So I, I don't know what the, I don't know what the plan is for next. I mean, I, I, I there's shoot. I, if I could bring a Alabama player back, I might bring John Hanna back and tell him to snap the ball. What about Dwight Stevenson? That could work. Hey, Elias. Before we leave, I want to give you a major shout out here. Okay. Now, I don't know if anyone's ever said this or anything going through. Now, beforehand, this isn't about me, but I was at Brett, would you, what would you say my level of commitment and belief in Jalen Milrow has been this year since the start of the season on? With all the people that you know. Out of, out of a hundred? Yes. I think your commitment to him is upper nineties. I mean, I had 96 to 98%. You doubt, you, I mean, you, 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 a I lot would, of doubt there, around me. There's, there's a lot of conversations we've had to where I just, <laughs> I, I didn't, your blind belief in him. Uh, at times I've been like, oh my gosh, you, come on, man. You, you want to know why? Because of Elias. Oh, okay. Last year, not last, not this past year, but the year before, after the A&M game, Elias made a phone call to Hollywood. Do you remember this phone call, Elias? Yes, absolutely. And he absolutely. called in and he said, we're running Milrow the wrong way. Just like you were saying a few minutes ago. He said, this guy is built for the RPO. He's a dynamic athlete. He can throw the ball. He can run. He's the biggest weapon out there. Use him as a weapon. And the only right. reason we beat Georgia and we're able to get to the SEC championship game and do all the things out there because that guy could field snaps that were rolling on the ground. And as an athlete, you realize he was one touchdown difference between him and the quarterback for Washington yes. going into the playoffs, going there, and he that, played one less, games. one less game. One less game. One less game. And my whole belief in him was because you spotted that. And you told us that, Absolutely. and I started thinking about it. I was like, he is so right, and boy, do we need it coming up. Did I do you right? And, and, uh, yes, sir. And real quick before uh, I have to go, remember, we got to remember this. We're getting to the point in college football where we need guys to stay. 
Yes. Not just with the portal, but also upperclassmen. Look at the last four to five championship teams. Even with us in 2020, Devontae Smith came back. Yep. Najee Harris came back. Look at the championship game right now on Saturday, Monday night. Seniors versus seniors. Keep keep talking. Keep talking. We we had a lot of guys that stayed. And when they stayed, we won a championship. Yep. Yep. And like with Michigan, congrats to Michigan getting to the championship game. But they got a lot of guys that came back from last year's team when they blew the game for TCU. And they got back to this point again. So we got to keep that in mind. If these guys would stay and build their brothers to say they are, we would be more up there every year playing for national championship versus, okay, now we got guys, all oh, we lost, let's go to the transfer board. Or I'm going to the draft. That's fine. Do what you got to do. But at the same time, are you really ready for that next level? Because now you're going into some college football into really a business. <laughs> Man, it's a business yeah. in yeah. high school now coming out. Brett, give them the stat real quick about Washington. Washington, on Listen all fits, on all fits, they have one player that's below a junior. That's below. Well, they call wow. it a four-year player, and it's their wow. their new starting center. And that's only because in the last game, their starting center, who was a senior, got hurt. Going into wow. going into the game, uh, going into the championship game, they have on offense only one player that's below a fourth year player, and on defense, wow. they have nobody on their starting defense that's below a fourth year. And Alabama wow. was the least the experienced least experienced team, team at the start of the season. Start of the season. Wow, it's crazy. All right, man. All right, yeah, right thank you so much, man. Man, thank you for I holding as long as you did. And Josh, thank you for oh. holding. We're going to give you your time. Elias, you're a fantastic caller. God bless you, and have a great new year. Thank you, guys. Roll Tide. Roll, Roll tide. tide. Again, thanks, Brian Harden Construction, for letting us do this today. Um, it's been a lot of fun. And after the break, we'll get to Josh. This and show then, is lasting lasting to like seven because we're going so long. Is that right? Is that right, Noah? We're going to seven, seven thirty. Uh, I heard eight. But. <laughs> it could be, could be, could be, could be. We'll be, we'll be right back on the game uh, here at Todd one hundred point nine, home of the Alabama Crimson Tide Sports and, and the Crimson Empire. Now, this hour's West Alabama real-time news update from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. Here in County Town of Marion, handing out bottled water again today. The handout comes a week after two water pumps malfunction, forcing the water authority to shut down the system each night. The city is attempting to get a grant to repair the pumps. There's still few details, but there was a shooting yesterday at Frequent Village Apartments at 12.48 p.m. One person was reported wounded. Most of West Alabama continues in severe drought, but two to four inches of rainfall tonight and again Monday expected to shrink that drought further across the region. Get 24-7 local news coverage and sports updates when you download the free Tuscaloosa Thread app and sign up for twice daily email newsletters. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Becoming mostly cloudy this afternoon. Rain becoming widespread tonight. The high today 55, tonight's low 43. Tomorrow showers ending early. The sky will stay cloudy, the high 53. Sunday, a mix of sun and clouds with a high of 52. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 53 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Where college football season never ends. The game with Ryan Fowler. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. That's big boy football. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
Welcome back to the game. This is Tony. And I am Brett. And we're not Hollywood. We're not Hollywood. Do you think Hollywood, you think he's faking it? He's got to be. He's faking it. You know, he goes out there. I bet, I bet he's getting a pedicure right now. And, 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 and a little kale smoothie. Got to be. Got to be. Give us your thoughts on what do you think Hollywood is suffering from and what the long-term issues may be that he's brought from the left coast back to Titletown. That's right. That's right. That's right. Noah, how you doing in there? I'm doing good. Have We're, you quit yet? Not yet. Yeah, you know, I. Uh, you writing up the letter? I, I've I've just got to figure out how to spell um, uh, fired. Uh. <laughs> Take this job and shove it. Yeah. Unreasonable, yeah. irresponsible. Yes. Uncouth. I got to figure out how to spell all these words, and then I'll. All right. So now we're coming up. Look, these people are holding. We appreciate you holding, but we're giving you a segment. We're doing the best right? we can. I mean, we're doing the best we can. We're right there. We're trying to hit the sponsors. Trying, trying to, to make. We're trying to make everybody happy. And we're going to have to speed up here at seven. Well, you know, it could, it could be about nine o'clock. We're getting in trouble. We could be going about nine o'clock. But the next caller we've got, we finally got someone calling in. The first caller came from Leg Humper Humper Country, and now we got Josh coming in. From Leg Humper Country. And you know what we love about Josh? Dog. He hates Leg Humpers. Hates them. Josh, you're on the game. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Now, that's an introduction and a half. I was just (laughs) waiting to see what y'all was fixing to say about (laughs) Josh from Georgia. And it is true. I dislike the bull puppies. I wish that everybody could see how little notes that Tony and I have. Oh my God, this is just um, the fact. <laughs> I that, think they know. Uh, we, I think they know. There's no. There's, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I think they're going. These guys just didn't even plan. They didn't they, do anything. They, they, they must have called them at five till to come in. Hey, I mean, I got message same as some of these other guys that said, "Hey, it's caller appreciation day. If you get a chance, jump in." I'm like, "Okay, that's right." So, well, we requested. We that. appreciate it. Yeah. Well, oh well. Hey, you're too kind. Anyway. <laughs> Um, Josh, tell us some good, about man. All things football. You want to talk about a little bit of wrestling? This is your, this is your what you want to do. Um, I'll, I'll ask you the same question well, I've asked I was a couple people today. I was just going to address a couple of the transfers. Uh, yes. Go. And by the way, we've Kyle. got our recruiting analyst, Pat. They'll be coming mm-hmm. on here in a minute to address recruiting, transfer right. portal, and NIL. Right. We'd go right ahead. Fire any questions. I was going to say, I hate to see Roy, Roy Dell leave because I like Roy Dell because he was a hard runner. But, I mean, I guess Jim Hell Roy Justice Dell. is playing, uh, is going to stay around because Justice for a freshman, uh, I, I noticed he got several carries in that Michigan game, and I was like, man. And honestly, Special. I mean, I told Ryan, I sent him a message earlier in the week. I said, I've got my own opinion about that game. But if I was to go back and let's say we had the ability to replay that play Monday night, I'm giving the ball to Justice Haynes. Justice Haynes. He was standing right there. Yeah, Justice Haynes, he was standing right there. I would have gave the ball to him because he had that one good hard run about midfield that got us like 12 yards. I mean, dude's a beast. I've watched that. I've watched, I've had many arguments and I've watched that last play probably 30 to 40 times. Oh, I have too. Because, uh, not because I've, well, in the beginning, I wanted to be right, but it's you know the irritating it's, it's part. Okay. The irritating part of the whole thing is mm-hmm. it was the right play. Sure, it just it was the right block. It was the right play, and there were 
when when you can look at when you can look at the play and there's at least two ways to score mm-hmm. and then you can blame it you know Jalen freaked out a little bit because of the low snap and mm-hmm. I don't blame him but he really freaked out when our best offensive lineman is blown mm-hmm. up and driven yeah. up behind the left when your right tackle ends up driven straight back when he ends up behind the left guard yes um, mm-hmm. in less than three seconds. That's a problem. Yeah. I mean, that is a problem. That, that is a problem. And, you know, you can't, the cutback was there. The, the outlet pass to Roydell, I think, was there. Right. Um, I'd have to go back and look at that just to, just to analyze the Roydell factor. Cause the, I'm the the Roydell factor, on you, the play. The, the clearing out, and that's what he was supposed to take the linebacker, the safety with him. Right. And he and did. He, did. he took the safety. The safety was back on the goal line. Roydell was deep. And you had two, our two wide receivers that were spread out wide had mm-hmm. leverage. And mm-hmm. Roydell had leverage because he was on the run when the ball was snapped. And, right. you know, it was just one of those things to where, you know, I'm not going to blame Jalen for it. Everybody did in, I, in I'm the not, moment. I'm not. Everybody else it's, that I've talked to that's fans of other teams that they're like, how does that feel? I'm like, it's not the quarterback fault. What are you, what are you supposed oh. to do? It's you, an execution you know, fault. It's, it's it, everything yeah, is it execution. Is. It's, if, it's an execution fault because we know Coach Saban is all about execution. Do your job, be in your spot, be in your gap. I'm not going to lie to you, though. There, there was the first thing I thought was I wish C.J. Dupree would have slipped into the end zone for a little Tebow jump pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, There's some type of creativity there. I, yeah, I mean, you hadn't run a trick and you play in how long? It was time for right. just some creativity. Nobody expects That's right. We're, we're so vanilla. So we run the same it, thing. Yes, keep when talking. You do it, when you do it, everybody's going to flip out in one of two ways. Michigan fans being like, I cannot believe they just ran that play That's and got right. it over on us. We're gonna we're we're gonna see the play develop, and we're gonna be like, man, we've been waiting to see something like that all year. That's right. Just to just to blow somebody up and be like, they wasn't expecting that one. Did we run one so. play in that game where the wide receiver went in motion and we handed it to him? No, no jet sweeps. No jet sweeps. Mm-mm, no Not one. What a great place to run one. I know. I know. To the so, wide side and we of the got field. guys capable to do it. I mean, Isaiah Bond, uh, I think Lake Benson has speed. That's another transfer. Kendrick um, Law. Which I know our – Kobe Prentice. Yeah, Kendrick Law, Kobe Prentice, which Burton. I hope Kendrick comes back because I like Kendrick Law from what I've seen from him this year as a return man, as a pass catcher. He's got potential. I I'm, could see that in the spring game last I, year whenever I was in P-Town. I've got a conspiracy theory. Go ahead. Did Justice play against Georgia – no. No, not that I can remember. So I thought he would. I, I told you who, that I thought he was getting, they were saving Georgia. Georgia. Exactly. Who just hit the portal? Roydell. Okay. Roydell. Who were who was taking Roydell's snaps in the Justice. second half of that game? Do you think Nick Saban <laughs> made a move like <laughs> we can't keep them both and we know <sighs> Justice Hayes? Haynes is going to be one of the most sought-after guys on the thing. Dude, Roy Dale, we might be it for you. Something. You but, might be on to something. I mean, legitimately, if you take a step back and think about it, as a Nick Saban slash Alabama fan, as long as y'all have and as long as I've been, that makes a lot of sense. So, because I, I, think, is, I thought when, that, when the Michigan game was over, I thought that mm-hmm. was the last snap we saw of Jason Roy. I thought that was it. Yeah, right. Roy wanted to come back, and I think there's no way around it. When you 
We've signed too many number one and number two running backs over the last two, exactly. two years. Uh huh. For for Roydell Williams oh, to come back, and, we still and we my still biggest, gotta... the biggest thing I've complained about Nick Saban over the last couple of years mm-hmm. is his obvious blind loyalty to some of these people that come back. It's what mm-hmm. I, you know, we actually had a conversation in June where I told where I said that my belief in the loyalty he had for Helms and uh, mm-hmm. and what's his name Battle is mm-hmm. what is what lost us the game against LSU and definitely Tennessee. I, I can believe that. And then we, you roll into this season, and now you don't have loyalty because you got Terry and Arnold and and Kool Aid here, hundred percent locks for cornerback. You get your oh, new deep, sure. you get your new safeties and stars, and and then what happens? The talent mm-hmm. gets to be talent, like yeah. Caleb Downs. Can we talk about that man for just well, a second? I yes, mean, he's a number one recruit out of this state. I forgot where he went to high school. I don't Did he know go to if Buford. Buford. I, I, I want to say it was maybe, but uh, it was down around that Atlanta area. That dude looked like a vet all season long. What about Tony? Tony maybe the one remember? play he got beat on Tennessee where they scored to make it twenty to seven before the half. He got burned a little bit right there, but other than that, I have no complaints. About Tony, do you remember that. what I told you about when I texted you and Ryan about Caleb Downs during the Michigan game? I, all I know is you've been huge on the bandwagon how he's the best player on the team. I said my exact words were Caleb Downs is when he jumped on the ball uh-huh. after it hit that that whoever kite's leg mm-hmm. and he dove right on it. I immediately uh-huh. texted and said Caleb Downs is the best player on Alabama's team. Oh, that's, there, there is, that's there sure. is no one else which is why he ended up being back there. There's, right. there's no one else on this team that's doing that. Right. And it's I just, can't wait to have him come back did, for Did you see who the first person at the end of the Georgia-Alabama game was that Kirby Smart beeline to? And Caleb Downs. Huh? Caleb Downs. Yep, yep. I Went saw that video, and I think I watched it about three times over. Went straight so, to him. Because I had, I've had Georgia fans tell me, man, y'all got a good one right there. And I'm like, yeah, we did, and we know it. Yeah, so, Caleb, Down, um, Caleb, now we'll Downs to, Caleb Downs went to Mill Creek. Mill Creek. I will say this. I thought he went to Buford. No, we didn't get the result we wanted Monday night. Yes, it still stings. But with me living in this particular <laughs> state, <laughs> I have come to rationalize the one thing that made my season. And they did this team, as undermanned as it may have been, as young as it may have been, this team did the one thing that this guy really wanted them to do. Somehow we made it to Atlanta. And we stopped the bull puppies from winning three in a row. That and was, I'm going to hang that over one. their head until September. That really was job anything, one. To me, anything past that for me, I mean, I hope y'all understand. Like I said, I try I'm to rationalize you. this. You know the you know the new the new narrative going around with right extra, now is that else. because we because we lost to Michigan. This is the first. This, I hear the same thing all the time, and I, I can't. It's, uh-huh. it's obnoxious how stupid people are, but yeah. This is the first time Nick, since Nick Saban's been in Alabama that uh, without three years w- in the title, not without three years. They're saying that in, that a recruiting years. class hasn't won a national championship if they play their entire I career in Alabama. It's three I years, man. Last time I checked, they're four year degrees, right? Right. Yep. Yep. Last so, time I checked, so at Alabama, Alabama, we're so good that we expect players to only be here for three years, right? 
I mean, they expect to be here for they three years. They expect to be here three years. And that's what we want. Back up. So, back up and think about this. With that being said, real quick, and I hate to interrupt you, but no, you you're got right. me on something now. 32 teams in the NFL, and I believe the number is 57 active players from the University of Alabama. <laughs> if that doesn't say 73, NFL three, 73 have okay, taken that snaps. Okay, that this year. Okay. 70. Um, 73. But if that doesn't say NFL U, most all time. What does? We are. We're NFL U. about it. We are. I don't care what Texas says or LSU says about DBU. I don't care what Georgia says about RBU. We're NFL U at all right. positions. That's right. At one point, I could used to tell you who was in the NFL, and this is just under Coach Saban, who was in the NFL, what team they were on, and how many guys was on each team. And I probably could still get close. Yeah. Um, I mean, at one point, Washington had almost a whole Alabama secondary <laughs> and linebacker core in Washington. Yeah, look at that. I mean, I mean, they got so, Payne, Allen. They had Payne, Allen, Anderson, Anderson at one point. Um, I was trying to think. Well, they got, they got, they they got Payne and, and Allen right Didn't now. Didn't they have Ha Ha at one point? Yeah, they know they, they didn't have Ha Ha. They had uh, Landon Collins. Landon Collins. Forever. Okay. So I, I knew they had a couple of safeties. Is this and, your uh, first year Collins. of Colin? The game? Uh, 2023, maybe. I want to, I mean, I'm. I think I was introduced to the show in 2021, maybe okay. 2020, but 2021. And then I become a regular caller 2021, late 2021, 2022. So this has kind of been my first full-time year calling. Yeah. I mean, I enjoy it because this gives me my news on my team living in an enemy state. Yep. That's what so, we're for. And this just gives me a chance to voice my opinion because we are biased. That's right. As we should guy. be. That's right. It's kind of like some of because, these because, other. Listen, there's some of these other people that are on this show that claim they're not. Not this show, but they're, maybe this they're station. Not this show on the on the station that are mm-hmm. not Bama neutral. Bama neutral. Man, get out of right. here, dude. This or, is or pure Bama sure hatred, like the guy it's after this show. Sports 100.9. That's right. Right, Come on, dude. Will you allow me to do one thing? Yes. How about it? And it. Almost the five o'clock hour. Yes. And Ryan, we think about you. Yes. We to get better. But this is why we are NFLU. 18 national titles. Oh, I like it. 30 SEC titles. 145 first team All American. 76 postseason appearances. 45 postseason victories. Four Heisman winners. And the two greatest coaches to ever walk the sideline with six titles apiece. Really? The That's three? Alabama like, football. Is it the three best coaches? If you, think, if you think about. That's the resume. Wallace, Wallace Wade? Yeah. Well, I, Frank Thomas? I, I mean, he won with Duke. There have been some big-time coaches. He, but he won the a national championship all with time. Duke, right? Yeah, well, I mean, that's it's right. That's right. that's right. Man, thank you. That's thank you great. so much for your phone calls all year. Yeah, buddy. And being just the incredible caller and giving us great takes. I remember. And right. we hope you have a uh, great new year, a blessed year. And if you get yeah, a leg humper on your leg, smack the living. <laughs> I love them. Yeah. Yep. And roll time. I don't know if I hate leg humpers or barners more. I hate them both. Oh. Um, and we own them both. That's right. Like, we do. Like that, like that movie, Remember the Titans. And I got to leave you with this. This is going to be a great reference. Tony will love it. The movie, Remember the Titans, right before they get on the bus and he looks at that boy, that boy and he goes, now, who's your daddy? Here's your daddy. Come on. Here's your daddy. That's what, that's what Nick Saban is to Kirby Smart. You just got to look at a Georgia fan and be like, 
you're, we have a nine and two record against you since 2007. So come on, tell me, who's your daddy? They know. Yeah. They know. They know. Deep down <laughs> in the fourth quarter of that SEC championship game, they knew they weren't going to win. They knew. They knew. Uh-huh. They, knew. They, knew. they weren't going to win. Tiger on Sunday. All right, bring us out of here. Hey, roll tide. Roll, roll tide. tide. All right, we'll be right back with with more of the game here on 100.9 Tide. I can't of believe Alabama how long Crimson people are having tide to get on here. Sports. Thank you. Thanks, everyone, for doing it. Oh, and Noah wanted to say the last part. Say the last part. What? And the Crimson Empire. Yeah. Rumsey Environmental, serving the sound of my voice with waste removal services, portable toilet services, construction debris removal containers, customized to fit your job site. Maybe it's remodeling. Maybe it's the storage containers. We did this about a year ago, moved all of our furniture into a storage container, brought out the construction debris removal containers. They customized to fit your job site. When you talk about when you have to know it's being done right, that's the time to call Rumsey Environmental, 205-248-0002, Rumsey Environmental, a one-stop shop serving West Alabama for all of your waste removal needs. My- the best place for your high school football coverage is right here on Tide 100.9 and online on Tide100.9.com. Construction. You Free know, Flag Friday. We, you know, I just looked over. I saw you on your phone. Yeah. And I saw what you were texting. Yeah. I saw who you were texting. Yeah. You were texting the uh, city council from Vancouver. That's right. British Columbia. That's right. Somehow the Canadians have reached out and said that they need another crane to help with their preparation for potentially the Olympics. Look, Brian Harden's going over there. And he's taking it in his own hands. We're smashing communism. We're smashing Canadian communism. It's over. It's over. It's over. Nothing to do about it. Nothing to do about it. We're taking over. Speaking of uh, taking over, um, let's go to Corey. It's one of my favorite callers, by the way. This guy. Cardiac Corey. No one believes more in Alabama's ability to win. Deep down, no (laughs) one trusts that at the end of the day. No, that's right. Never doubts. Alabama's going to pull it out. He never doubts. Corey. Cardi, Cardi Corey, how, how, what it is, dude? Hey, Tony, how are y'all doing? Man, <laughs> we're doing great, especially now that we finally got you on. You ain't been calling enough. I'm going to smack you around a little bit. Southern Hill <laughs> House has the Corey burger. Been waiting. And you, and you won't show up. What's the deal? <laughs> well, uh, you know, this loss here, you know, it, it did hurt, but, you know, I, I've, I've learned to to accept that you know you can't win them all, but um, it 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 did take some out of me. You know, it just like every loss, does, you know it it does hurt. Um, but I was wondering why this the last play call why we didn't get more creative. You know, it it, it just seemed kind of head scratching. Didn't it to you? Didn't it to you, Tony? Yeah, I mean, the big, Corey. You know, is like I said just a minute ago. The, the biggest thing to me 
is really, I think it was more creative if everything is right. You don't plan for your six foot five, 340 pound right, first round right tackle to get blown up by a six foot, 240 pound rush end and blown up to where he's driven back behind the left guard. You, you, I know that you, regardless of what we truly believe they should have thought, you think that Seth McLaughlin's going to not snap it to the, to his shoelaces. Why would you think that? I'm just saying that's probably how you draw it up to where it's a good snap. So if all things go the right way, then then Milrow's got the option to what I believe he would have done is he's going to fake the pass to Roy Dell and then run and cut and go behind Jaden Roberts, who, was pull, who pulled around the left side from the right guard, pulled around the edge, and there was no one there for him to even block, it, it, mind you. If you're a young offensive coordinator that came to Alabama for one reason, and that's to become a head coach at a major program, right? Right. Right. And you had two timeouts to get your play. To be fair, in no, on there, no, I think this is the biggest the biggest thing that I hear that's wrong. So Alabama lined up. Michigan called a timeout. That's right. Because they didn't. They believed that Alabama had the advantage. That's right. Alabama and Nick Saban has came out said they had the correct play. They had the play they wanted. That's right. So Michigan called a timeout. That's right. Alabama comes back out. The play they ran. Saban looked down and he called a timeout and said, "I don't like that play." That's right. I'd love to so, know what that play it was. So then, so then they come out after the timeout. So it's not like we ran, we had two timeouts to figure it out. Like there were multi, there were two different defenses for those. Yeah, but, but, but hold on. Actually, you had three times. You had three opportunities to create the play that you wanted. And the point I want to make is if I'm a young offensive coordinator and I've got a chance to call a play to make me look really good. That's not the play I'm calling. <coughs> I'm going to run some type of misdirection, Corey, you... some type of unique, creative play to make me look like a genius and us win the game. Corey, do you remember what Bill O'Brien said when he first got to Alabama? Not necessarily. That he, that he said when he first got to Alabama, he didn't understand the terminology, so he had to sit with Mac Jones, and Mac Jones taught him the terminology because Saban told him that... Bill O'Brien had to learn Alabama's offense, not Alabama learned Bill O'Brien's offense. Corey, uh, what do you think we should have done down there? I think, okay, you know how, like, I can't remember what bowl game it was, but there was a there was a two-point conversion ran where a guy was wide open. I know that doesn't happen all the time, but it, it looked so good because the, the tight end was wide open, or, or maybe it was... Uh, uh, when Duke was playing, this might not have been the game, but I know Duke was playing uh, Troy, and they threw the ball back to the offensive lineman, and it was two-point conversion. Now, I'm not saying we run that, but you run a play where you're not expecting it in the tight end or receivers wide open. That's the kind of play I want to run where somebody's wide open, and it don't have to be a pick play, but it can just be a play where oh, I don't want like, a pick play. Or, or something like that because they were running Michigan's running pick plays all day where they're running people across the thing and our linebacker couldn't get through the traffic to get to their running back that's what I'm running right down keep on that it, field right there to win that keep game keep in mind Jalen Milrow going into, going into that play in third or fourth down in less than in three or less which is what that play was 
Oh, Jaylen yeah, Milrow, that's unbelievable. Jalen Milrow had converted 89% yes. of those conversions. Yes. So yes. the thought process in in hindsight is we should have ran a different play. But for the whole entire the entirety of the season, he's 90% at getting and uh, converting that play. So I think we actually made the right play, which is the hardest part because plays are like anything, right? Like if they work, they're great. If they don't, That's they right. suck. But Corey, Corey, I apologize, but no, keep going, Corey. You you do your you oh. tell us real quick because we got to get out of here. Before say, Noah let's, literally let's breaks the glass. Let's keep in mind of this too. Even if Alabama would have scored, I think we would have had to be on the field on offense too. So it wasn't a given that we would have won the game no. if we would have converted that. So the game wasn't over by us necessarily scoring. So things still had to go our way of scoring again and stopping them. So it wasn't a given just because we converted the fourth and goal. Yeah. Well, you know, Michigan it took them a whopping two plays to score from the twenty-five yard line. Don't get started. Don't get started. You're gonna. He's gonna make me mad again. Um, All right, Corey, Corey. Thank you so much for calling man, in. Thank you for holding as long as you did. And let me tell you, man, you really are one of my favorite callers. You need to call more. Yeah. I appreciate your insight and everything you got. You need to and start I marketing know you cardiac, cardiac Corey apparel. Look, by the you got to Yeah, cardiac Corey apparel, and you got to come get the Corey Burger. Corey Burger. He's made it oh, especially yeah, for you. That's fine. We'll oh, wait. I'll wait. I'll give you two softball season. Yes. And oh, then, yeah. you know, if oh, you're yeah. not coming for a softball game, we're going to have a problem. Five weeks for softball. Uh, and thanks for the shout out for the shirt. I appreciate it. You're the man. You're right, man. All right, All Corey. Right. We'll talk to you later. All right. Roll tag, yeah. Roll tag, buddy. All right. We'll be back here in just a couple of quick, short minutes. Tommy's coming Tommy, up. Tommy, you're coming up next. Hot Tommy, take. You ready? Hot take, Tommy. Hot take, Tommy. I like the intensity. Come on back and join us. Tide 100.9, home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. And Noah. Noah's, Noah's favorite thing. This is your favorite part, isn't it? And the what? And the what? No, 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 no. The Crimson Empire. Oh. No. <laughs> Don Wallace CPA, 527 Main Avenue in downtown Northport. Small business and personal income taxes, payroll, sales tax needs. They can also help you with nonprofit or church accounting or auditing in business since 1999. They work for you, not the IRS. When you take on taxes, you got to have someone on your side. It's Don Wallace CPA, 205-345-5595, 205-345-5595. Don Wattace CPA, the official accountant of the game. Wesley. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Becoming mostly cloudy this afternoon. Rain becoming widespread tonight. The high today 55, tonight's low 43. Tomorrow showers ending early. The sky will stay cloudy, the high 53. Sunday, a mix of sun and clouds with a high of 52. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 52 degrees in Tuscaloosa. The longest running sports show in Tuscaloosa. The game with Ryan Fowler. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Roll into this really quick. Because this next caller right here, he's the king of the hot takes. Hot take king. Hot take king. Get off my lawn. Caller of the year. And Tommy, let me tell you something. I'm not going to say one thing. BG over here is not going to say one thing. We are going to turn you on and let you roll until it's over. Again, 
Tony's always wanting to either get beat up, beat down, or turned on by a dude. I don't <laughs> oh get it. Oh, my God. He does it every day. Tyler, you freak. Oh, Hollywood. Hollywood. Hollywood, you freak. Tommy, are you there? Yes, I am. Let I it fly, dude. That won't spark The flying. last recall, I'm like, man, I like the first two, but the last one you could have left off. I was going to call you brother, but forget it. You I'm are like, my brother. <laughs> Yeah, you're scaring me too. No, like that's Brock. that's 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 Brett's jealous. But go ahead. All right. Brett's got a face for radio. I don't. Oh well, most people do have a face for radio. Hey, get pissed off and let me hear something, Tommy. Let's let's hear, it, man. We've been waiting all day, and it's we're we're almost to the five o'clock hour. I, I I am going to shut my mouth. Noah has told me that if I talk again after this, that that I'm going to be in trouble. So we want to hear you. We want to hear you go. Want you to have some fun. Let us hear. Hot take of the year. Hot take. One of the questions you asked, who would I like to bring back? I would like to, as a coach, I would like to bring Homer Smith back. Because, because mm. he was an offensive genius. And when he was at Alabama, we did not have the most mobile quarterback. We had Gary Hollinsworth, David Smith, and all like that. And he won 10 games. I just would love to see what he could do with the talent Alabama had now. That's just something, you know, to think about. And uh, favorite player, I would say A.J. McCarron because uh, he knew how to manage a game, a game. I know a lot of people don't like that terminology, but you know what? Would have won a championship yeah. this year. And my other thing is, everybody who's fussing about this person going to transfer border, I hate to see them go, but if they feel like they can better themselves. It's all, let them better themselves. And, uh, I just really, I hate to hear the running back going, but I think Alabama might be going up to more speed and a more punishing type of running back. I don't know. You know I talked about the uh, jersey uh, with the old elephant in it coming out with the tusk and everything back from the 70s and 80s. I like the elephant. I always did, busting through the A. That's Alabama football. That's Alabama sport. And Corey's right. It's five weeks to softball. And um, my other thing, ask me anything you want to ask. I mean, I'm ready. I'm going to give you all all the knowledge y'all need. How mad are you about the final play? I'm not real happy about it. I just, this is what have drove me nuts all year. We want to blame the player. We won't blame this person, but. We've been having low snap all year. And I catch her. I mean, I catch her. I quarterback is not a shortstop or a catcher. catcher. Yeah, I mean, or a soccer goalie, a hockey goalie. We need it up there. And Daniel saying he's got, well, the defense can't see the ball. I'm like, God, I'm so glad. I hope we don't have to listen to him next year. I hope whoever took over ABC and Fox Yeah, how, how does Gary Danielson make you feel? Oh, I don't like him. I cut the volume down. I never listen to him. And my volume off. I listen to Eli on the radio. Then the a little, I mean, the little, you know, words start coming across the thing because they must think I'm deaf. I just don't want to listen to him and tell me what he's saying. And that's just as bad as hearing him out loud. He's on the TV screen. So you're not mad enough. Oh yeah, I am. Because I told Ron Father I wouldn't swear. While he was gone. Hollywood's not here. Well, I mean. We'll, we'll, we'll take the blame. 
Well, there's a lot of things I could be mad. I mean, I don't think we had a good game plan. I really don't. I thought we had a running back that was running the ball well, a freshman. He was cutting through them. Feed them the ball. Give them the ball. Let them run. I mean, it just, it just seemed like we were a step too slow and a step out of balance. I mean, I mean, it just looked like we weren't as sharp as we was as we've been being at times. Tommy, I said I wasn't going to talk, but okay. I'll tell you what something. You I think the absolute, what are you doing? We got completely outcoached and it's a joke. It is. The fact that we're about to, we're about to say in the next segment, that we have the greatest coach of all time that's ever coached on the sideline. Jim Harbaugh made Coach Saban look like a peewee coach. Come on. He did. Come on. I wouldn't go that far, but it just seemed like everything was going right for him because, you know, they have circled the wagon all year. All these charges against that fine mixing program. What have you ever learned from listening to me? I had to... Person I worked with was a mixer fan. Oh God, <laughs> they are nauseous as hell. How do they make you feel? I want to take them worse than I do a burger. <laughs> okay. I don't like them either. But keep going. Be, keep to going. Be, to be fair, right. Tommy, though, I mean, like real quick, if you if if Michigan doesn't muff two punts and the field goal miss and field. miss a field goal, I mean, and an extra point, yeah, and and flubbed an extra point, and and. I, I don't know how close that game really would have been. Michigan played terrible. Yes. And they still yeah, dominated. I mean, because Alabama couldn't get out of their own freaking way. That's right. Alabama did not take advantage. Uh, I just. Lank, bro. Lank. As much as I, as much as I love it. And I enjoy all the player, everything. They, uh, it got to, it, it got to kill players' heads. Tommy, you want to, you want to hear something that's going to make your, Brain explode. Please do. Go ahead. Brett, tell them what you were told about Alabama in Gainfield's study. Now, look, unlike some people, Brett really does have sources. And I want him to tell you the disadvantage we were under because of Michigan and their cheating. And I think a report has come out recently verifying what you're about to say about the concern of a of a breach. Yeah, there was concern. Abama players not being able to use their iPads to, People don't know to watch film. It, you know, it's out there, but it's not as apparent as it should be. The fact, it, it very much seemed like, and Michigan tried to come out after it was put out there by Isaiah Bond was the one that, that mentioned it, but this whole, since Michigan was announced, Alabama, outside of when they're in Tuscaloosa, has felt like that their iPads and such could be accessed to see what was being looked at and being planned. Had been had accessed. Been. And they're only, they're only allowed to watch film with coaches. And when, and the big deal with that is if you're only allowed to watch film with the coaches, it becomes a problem because that's the time you're supposed to be able to fix your issues, a.k.a. Seth McLaughlin. But instead of getting coaching, because, you know, this great NCAA has put time constraints, instead of being able to get coached to how to snap the ball better, 
he's having to waste time just watching film because he can't watch film on his own. Well, how much time would you say in the in the off period that players do film watching then as compared to as a group? Uh, as a group, they probably watch film five to six hours. Um, on their own, they probably watch it. A, a quality player at Alabama is watching, you know, two to two to six hours a day. Isn't that really what they rely on, that they'd be able yeah. to do this or that, then I can get home, I could look at the video, I could pretty, go do my film to, study? To me, to me, the first half was pretty apparent they were they were they they didn't know what was coming. No, there's no doubt. You could tell by the defensive front by Michigan and how they were bringing two guys to the left and the linebacker hung back. If we had a back or a tight end over there, yeah. the linebacker didn't come. If we didn't, he he hesitated, the, the shock, and shot the gap. The shocking and thing is they were they were basically Michigan was basically green dogging like they like, were like uh, MTSU did. Yeah, which they were pick it up. Tommy, thank you so much for calling in, man. I'm sorry that I broke uh, Noah's personal. No, that's fine. I mean, there's a lot of discussion. You don't know where to go. I mean, like that. But the point I was making about Michigan is perfect football the mission of football. They arrogant. Like yeah. I told Ron the other day. Everybody said they don't like Harbaugh, but everybody was pulling for him because everybody hating it. Everybody happy. And one of y'all big buddies, or Ron big buddies, I'll say. Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood. The uh, guy from Tennessee, Clay Travis. Oh, God. What a prick. Okay, I was going <laughs> to say something else. Can you say dick on the radio? I don't mean No, that. no, no, no. no. What did okay. you say? I couldn't hear you. Can you say what on the radio? Yeah. <laughs> what? Sure. We can't hear you. Okay, whatever. But, no, he came in. Well, I want to congratulate <laughs> Alabama on their fine win Monday. What a jerk. And, I mean, that pink, yellow dog, Republican or whatever, socialist. Yeah, he's no Republican. Now, I'm out. am I getting riled up now for y'all? Yeah, I, I mean, where's this been? Took you forever. Where's this been? I didn't know. I promise, Ryan, I wouldn't say the D word on the okay. radio. You didn't. Okay. You, you didn't. didn't. We you got didn't. it. We dumped hey, it. Our, Noah, our goal, you dumped that, right? Our, yeah, no one's going to know. Our, yeah. goal, our goal is to see if we can get uh, we can give Ryan the Democratic flu uh, for him to miss Monday, and then make, they'll let me and Tony come back, and then we can get another rant from you on Monday. Sure. Sure, but we sure, got to hit this sure. break to get this five o'clock hour. Tommy, thank you so much for hanging, right, hanging out. Thanks for holding. And thanks for holding. And thanks for calling. You in, are man. a really great caller, it. and we love you calling and giving your hot take. And he hung up on us. He hung up on us. Perfect. Tommy, That's exactly. Can't, Tommy, can't wait to see you when yeah. you come when you come see me for the uh, softball season. Tommy got mad. <clears throat> Tommy got mad. We got to go to break. We're getting yelled at. Noah's going to give us the Noah's final go, party. No, Noah's yeah, give ahead. us the final party. We'll, we'll come back. We'll talk to you again here soon on the game with Tyler one hundred point nine. Home of and Crimson Empire. Yeah! WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a Town Square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Let's get you caught up today with some injury news from the NFL as week 18 is almost here. Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence thought to be a game time decision for their matchup in Tennessee against the Titans because of his shoulder injury. Jaguars with a win would clinch the AFC South. The Falcons need a win to stay alive or have any hope of the postseason. They've got the Saints on Sunday. Quarterback Taylor Heineke is considered questionable because of an ankle injury. Now the Buccaneers can win the NFC South by beating the Panthers. Baker Mayfield's going to play for Tampa, but he is questionable because of a rib 
injury, but Todd Bowles says he'll be under center to start the game. Vikings are having Josh Dobbs back up Nick Mullins in Week 18 against Detroit. Dolphins got Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle, and Raheem Mostert all back at practice today. Packers are without A.J. Dillon against the Bears on Sunday as the running back has a stinger injury. Raiders ruling out Josh Jacobs against Denver. The San Francisco Giants acquired pitcher Robbie Ray today in a trade with the Seattle Mariners. And welcome back to the game. Uh, sitting in right now for Hollywood Fowler. We um, Tony Tony has stepped out. And I think he's going. I don't know what he's doing. Honestly, he's, I think he went to praise whatever the radio station next door is. He's probably hassling somebody. It's ridiculous. Um, but we are um, brought to you by Tuscan's Toyota today, um, home of the greatest potential cars of all time. Um, but also, we can't go past the 5 o'clock hour without doing um, the tradition of the game. Ryan told me if we messed it up, we, we couldn't be forgiven. So always remember, at Alabama here, we are the home of the 18-time national championship, 30 SEC titles, 147, I said 147 first-team All-Americans, probably... 6,000 normal All-Americans, 6,000, maybe 6 million, I don't know, who knows. 77 postseason appearances, postseason appearances being more than just playoff and uh, regular things. 45 postseason victories, four Heisman winners, the all-time NCAA scoring leader. Thank you. Big kick. That's right. I can't say it. Why? Big Kick Richard? Yeah. Reichert? Well, I, get, I get your prescription and the kicker big makes kick, it. Big Stick. Big Stick. <laughs> uh, and the greatest, the two greatest college football coaches of all time. And our homie Nick Saban and the big dog, main man, Bear Bryant. That's right. That's right. The two greatest of all time. And we were debating if Wallace Wade should be included in that. But whatever. We'll wait. Hollywood would be I'm, very upset I'm, with I'm us. Out, I'm out on that. Um, he's I mean, out, I, he's I out, he's Wallace out, he's Wade out. And all, but they've got a stadium named after him at Dick. We, we, but they have hey, a road named after him here. That's right. That's right. What it, I, rumor has it that as a tribute to Nick Saban, when he retires, we're changing the name from Tuscaloosa to Sabenberg. 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 Okay. I could see that. What do you think about that? Sabenville. Saban, Nickville, who really knows? But that's at least that. If we can't do the state, do the city. You know, Finn, West Alabama. You know, real quick before we get to our next caller, Ellis. Um, that's who we're coming up next, Ellis. And Ellis? then we're doing the recruiting segment yeah. with, Pat. with Pat. And okay. it's going to be solid. I'm real, telling you. real quick before we get there, I want to give a quick shout out to my. That's right. To my buddy Finn, my favorite caller, your favorite caller. He is. There's no doubt. You know, he had a rough time today. Which is why he wasn't able to. Life's about quality decisions. Life's about making good decisions. (laughs) And, uh, if I know anything about Finn and especially the fact that he's a garner. Yeah. And, uh, Lord knows I didn't make all the right decisions. Yeah, I wasn't going to say anything, but. Yeah. He got it honest. So Finn, 
Finn, we love you. We yes. hope, uh, you know, you're about to go to bas- basketball practice. Yeah. Another one of his buddies, Jackson Miles, yeah. is also listening. Yeah. So, Jackson, Finn, y'all have fun at basketball practice. I'll Fill come, her up. We'll come see you. we got to get ready for that big game. we got a game tomorrow. Ooh, who are we playing and where are we playing and what time? We're playing, we're playing, we're one of the ACA teams and we're yeah. playing the other ACA team. Yeah. At uh, noon, the Maccabee Center. Now, where's the Maccabee Center? Well, the Maccabee Center is over by the VA. Okay. All right. So, so those of you that are interested, we need a big crowd. We do need a big crowd. You, if you're if you're wanting to come to the game, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, it's not the Maccabee Center, it's the Belk Center. Oh, the Belk. The Belk Center, Center is at the at Bowers. Oh, okay. Yeah, you got to make we sure need, you got the crowd you, at the right we spot. You got to have the right crowd. It's twelve o'clock. You got to cheer for you got to cheer for the right ACA team, which is Finn. Yeah. Do you know what the name of that team is or no? Uh, yeah, or the ACA Miles team. Okay. Okay. Team now, Miles. now look, it'd be nice if we could maybe have have a. Uh, Cousin Jumbo. Cousin Jumbo? Out on the, there. On the megaphone? That's right. Cousin the, Jumbo out the, there in in wrestling garb. Oh, yeah. And oh, maybe yeah. a cowboy hat or some type of hat uh, or something. Let's go Finn. Let's go Finn. Let's go Finn. Uh, you know, we'll be playing at the, we'll be playing at the Belk Center on the wood floor. It's when you walk in the Belk Center to the right. Um, my kid will be the one. I will be one of the loudest people on the sidelines, but my kid will be the one with the mullet. Um, nice. That's probably being a goon, uh, elbow dropping nice. everybody. Nice. He plays like his buddy Tony. Does, does he like plays. to get physical? He does. You know, you gotta like that. So that's, that's the way you gotta you, play ball. You gotta like that. You know, uh, this segment's brought to you by Tuscaloosa Toyota, right? Yeah. Five o'clock, Tuscaloosa Toyota. I don't think we've done the disclaimer. We'll do the disclaimer in a minute or whatever. Yeah. Might do it while we're doing Tuscaloosa Toyota. Going through there. Look, a car is an investment. And I hate to tell you this. The worst investment that you can make is in a car. Unless. It depreciates. So the key is, is to make one that it's not over three or four or five years, but you get the absolute every penny that you put into that car back out of that car. Not buy it and two or three years later sell it and you're upside down and this and that. Yep. Nothing holds their value like a like a Toyota or a Lexus. It doesn't. It's number one. And there's nowhere there's nowhere better to get uh, and to watch and deal with the great people that. That's right. At Tesla's Toyota. That's right. They make it the easiest possible way. Listen, if Hollywood Fowler and his cokerishness driving around can figure out Mac daddy vehicle and can go the over there. And they can take care of him. They can take care of anybody. That's I right. promise. They can lead you out of the pasture into the big city. Big time. Right? Absolutely. Right? Right out of the sticks. Right into, into the mix. Into, into, into the, that's strong. I really like that. Now, look. We got a new segment coming up here. We got in this guy. This guy generally comes in at the end. I sp- specifically asked Hollywood, we need more time. We need more time. We need more hillbilly freaking hate. And that's where our man Ellis comes in. Big time. Honky. Honky, man. Let's go, honk. Ellis, what's up, man? How, how's things in Manchester? Oh, everything's just fine. I'm uh, waiting to uh, order me something to eat here in just a little bit. Southern L doesn't deliver out there, but boy, you wish they did. That's because you, you ate there last time you were here in town. Yeah, I would get me some of them. Yeah, I know. I would have got me some of them fire roasted wings. I made uh, Ellis. Ellis came one time, and I I got Ellis some uh, 
some Dixie wings. Mm-hmm. Wings tossed in. We tossed in our North River sauce, topped it with melted cheese, chopped mm-hmm. bacon, mm-hmm. some scallions and jalapenos. And else is like, oh, my God, what did I get myself into? It's fantastic. Did you smoke a cigarette afterwards? It was so good. I had to stop from smoking no. a cigarette in the booth. Well, close to it. Roll the window down, put a little light music on, and smoke your cigarette and celebration. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of slow jazz. <laughs> how Ellis. bad? Well, how does how, how bad do you hate Tennessee? Uh, but you know what? Uh, yesterday was. Tell us. Twenty-five years ago, yesterday, Tennessee won a national championship. Gross. Too soon. Are they still, are they, years ago. Are they celebrating yeah. that up there? I, I say they are. You know what's sad? The number one jersey in Neyland Stadium is the quarterback the year before that. Still. Still. 26 years Ooh. of number 16. How pathetic are you? That's like people today still wearing Bo Jackson jerseys at Auburn games. Of course, if they didn't have Cam Newton, they would be. Yeah, without Cam. I guess they have Bo Nix, though. <laughs> He's a well, duck. you can put them two together right there, He's Auburn and Tennessee. That's right. Tell us how, come on now. I want to know. We're going to get a hot take on you. I want some Tennessee hatred. But also, you know, I want to know your thoughts about the game. You may need some self-help. And we're here for you. We can pull the demons out. We can help build you back up. We do whatever you need. But this is your segment. Let her rip. I just, uh, I couldn't understand the last play of the game. Uh, I I still don't understand it. How'd that make you feel? Uh, Awful. Awful. Uh. I had my phone cut off, and it was slam full of text messages and and calls from uh, Tennessee fans. Uni brows. Yeah. You know, Ellis, I said it earlier, and I'm and to I mean, I was talking to Brent, and you're you're one of the people that doesn't live in Tuscaloosa, so you get surrounded by. Is it not amazing how quickly your phone blows up when we lose, compared to how quiet yeah. it stays when we win? Oh yeah, when, when we're winning, they don't they don't do nothing. But as soon as we lose, I mean, it's like full blown. I mean, just inundated with calls and text messages. You know, thanks to Bryce Young and Jalen Milrow, now people have to wait to the last second. They have to wait till the zeros hit because they don't yeah. know at any point we could rip that heart out. The entire but, uh, SEC lives vicariously. Through anyone who beats us, yeah. you know, and I asked them up here. I said, "Is that what y'all look forward to? Is to see us lose?" I said, "Is that? I said, is that it? Because y'all are so bad and so awful, so hillbillies that uh, that's only thing y'all we the only thing y'all got is to celebrate that we lost." That's all they've no. got because, you know what, the Vols are back. They're back to the crap team that they've been for the last decade and a half, yeah. and they're all back. Right. They're the, back. You know, yeah, the Vols know, are back. You know, the beauty of this phone call, Ellis, is the fact that I lived in I lived in Nashville for three years. Tony's from Nashville. You live in Manchester. 
And it's if you've never lived in Nashville, if you've never lived in Tennessee to have to deal with how unbelievably obnoxious those Tennessee volunteer fans are, it is the oh is the worst. They're terrible. Oh, it's awful. They're terrible. You know, I just get I, I just got tired of it. I just got tired of it the other day till one of them started hollering across to uh, the parking lot somewhere. I just gave him a number one salute and turned around and walked off. What was he yelling at you about? What was it? Did you have an Alabama shirt on? Oh, yeah. I've, I always got something Alabama. <laughs> it's not a T-shirt. It's my crimson hat with yeah. the script today. When you're in the enemy territory, you got to represent. I, I've never yeah. seen Ellis not wearing Alabama stuff. I've, I've never got seen Ellis because when he comes to town, he won't. You know, he'll fix that next time he comes to town. No, no, he's, he's ducking me. He's got an image. Oh no, he's got a no. persona that he's got to have, and he didn't want me bringing him down. Got, and I understand. I, I get it. I get it, Ellis. I've got. I've got. You're the one that's ducking, not me. I've got carnal knowledge that the next time Ellis comes to town, he's planning on eating lunch. With yeah. Well, well, Tony is Decimus Meridius. I wonder if we can get Paul up here. Like, if we could schedule. Some type of holy trinity type meeting in a LS Paul. You know, me, you know, Hollywood tries to say the meeting of Hollywood is what he goes with these fancy pants people uh, around and town. And he did, you know, Martin Houston's there. You know, Dr. Paul Hyder, TJ shows up. Oh, TJ, a big spot. And, um, you know, but let's, yes. and, and more. That's what we need to do. Uh, we need to. You need to. We need to get a meeting of a real meeting of the minds. Have yeah. Alice and Paul and you and everybody else together. Have the book. Have the hatred of the book readers and the hatred of the hillbilly ball people. Yes, the He Man Booger Eater Unibrow Men's Club. Yeah. And we could get Robert from Brookwood, who's on hold, correct for the coon ass hate too. Absolutely. <laughs> we got to have two days uh, Absolutely. I'm going, y'all was talking about Nashville. I'm going to Nashville tomorrow evening to watch uh, Bama basketball. Hey, that's, I, 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 the, I saw Reggie King's last college game, and that was at Memorial, and I was there, and I met him. I went up and talked to him. I was in 10th grade and went up and talked to him after the game, my, my all-time favorite Alabama player. And at the end of the game, after the talk, he brought me into the locker room and, and oh, him cool. and CM Newton and the whole crew. And I'd never been in an adult locker room before. Yeah. And there was a guy on Alabama's basketball team named Eddie Adams. Mm -hmm. And and he was a guard. Yeah. They should have named him Tree. Listen. <laughs> Tony's trying to tell everybody something here. Something we can't talk Keep about. Keep your eyes up if you ever go into a locker room. Else, when, you get to, when you get to Nashville, make sure you go eat some tacos at Satco for me. And then after the game on the way out, go to West End Pizza to get you some pizza. And, uh, um, oh, yeah. and let's, uh, celebrate a good, you know, Memorial, uh, whatever that place is called. That's right. Memorial Gym. You know, Stackhouse's place. To, it's going to be empty. So right. it's going to be full of Bama players and Bama fans. And I hope that you tell everybody how much they suck up there. And then, oh, I do every day. I get a chance. 
Hey. I get a, I get, every day I get a chance, but yes, I, I will let y'all know about that. But uh, yeah, we need we need to have the meeting of the minds. What y'all talking yes. about? Yeah, we we'll make it happen. Look, park at the West End Cooker. Go there and have you, have you a little celebration. It's right next door to the gym. It's right okay. next door to the gym, West End Cooker. Park there. Go in. I my understanding is you enjoy a beverage like I do, and Brett does. Yeah. Go in and have your little pregame beverage. Walk into the gym, and now, now listen to me. Now I'm, I'm going to give you a, the insider's tip of insider's tip. There, stay on the lower level and go around to where the uh, student section is at the gym. It's right on the fifty, okay? And they've got wooden seats that you go in there. They don't check. You can go rolling right on in there, sit in the best seats in the house. Have your Alabama gear on, and those Vandy dorks will not say one word to you. Cool. I will do that. All right, Ellis, we got to get out of here. All right. Roll tide, gentlemen. Roll tide, buddy. Be good. You're the man. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be right back following this break, and hopefully Tony tells something good about TJ and uh, Midtown Pharmacy. The pharmacy midtown. I bet. Well, I'm gonna tell him we'll about that up. You know, you know, you know, you know and we'll uh, be right back here on Todd one hundred point nine, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports and Noah, the Crimson Empire. Yeah. Now, this hour is West Alabama real time news update from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. The Perry County town of Marion is handing out bottled water again today. The handout comes a week after two water pumps malfunctioned, forcing the water authority to shut down the system each night. Students at Francis Marion High School have been forced to switch to virtual learning this week due to the outage. 24-year-old Tobias McKenzie Smith has been charged with first-degree theft of property after allegedly scamming local residents into paying $30,000 to avoid a failure-to-appear-in-court charge. Get 24-7 local news coverage and sports updates when you download the free Tuscaloosa Thread app and sign up for twice-daily email newsletters. 1530 McFarland Boulevard, eat Southern, be Southern, all the biscuit sandwiches, the great Southern cuisine like the bacon-wrapped meatloaf, the fish and taters, all the great sandwiches like the Yardbird, the great salads, the daily lunch and dinner specials Monday through Saturday at Southern Owl House. We've also opened up an additional part of Southern Owl House and expanded with our catering needs there to fulfill what you're looking for. 205-248-7500. Ask for Taylor. 205-248-7500. Catering from a small party to a large corporate event. Southern Owl House, 1530 McFarland Boulevard. Becoming mostly cloudy this afternoon. Rain becoming widespread tonight. The high today 55. Tonight's low 43. Tomorrow showers ending early. The sky will stay cloudy. The high 53. Sunday a mix of sun and clouds with a high at 52. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 52 degrees in Tuscaloosa. got to blow through it here because I'm going to tell you right now, it's gone crazy when it comes to recruiting, when it comes to NIL, when it comes to the transfer portal. It's nuts. So Ryan says, hey, we start talking about what recruiting analyst do you got? You want to get on or whatever? I was like, there's only one person I want on on right now. Pat. 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 Fellas. Bring it. Hey, I'm going to bring it. The sky's not falling, though, guys. It's not falling. Even though we're going to lose nearly one-fifth 
of our entire roster. Y'all, did you hear what I just said? Hold on. Say, say, say that again. A fifth of our roster. Losing, we are losing nearly one-fifth of our entire roster, maybe a little more. Bad Hey, star power, good Lord. Five stars, four stars. Do you realize that just yesterday, and we're going to be on uh, next Saturday, uh, the Guinness Book of World Records is coming to Tuscaloosa to interview Coach Saban, and not why he wants to be interviewed either. Do y'all understand they just set a world record in Tuscaloosa, Alabama today with nine plus plus players entering the transfer portal in less than 15 minutes. Did you hear what I just said? Holy. Unbelievable. Don't agree? Hey, man, this is why you're on here, because you're bringing it, and you know the insight on it. You love it, you live it, you breathe it. And yes, we lost nine people but, in 15 hey, minutes? Yes. But, now, from what I understand, Coach Saban is going to talk the Christian story again. I hope Did he talks to him again. Heard that? No, no, no huh? I would think he would talk to him. I hope he talks to Seth again. I hope, well, I ain't know so much about Seth, but I hope that he talks to Earl Little again. Yes. Yep. I brought him up earlier today. Yes. And, uh, I mean, Earl Little, I had um, I mean, D-backs, you can't have enough D-backs. I can remember it's been about nine or ten years ago. We lost linebacker after linebacker after linebacker. We're having to bring running backs over to play linebacker. I mean, we were mm-hmm. losing them left and mm-hmm. right, you know. And But now, Alabama is one of the only teams, Alabama, Georgia, and possibly Texas, and none of those teams in the Big Ten are set up. If they had, if they got worst-case scenario and had to play from number 12 to number one in the playoffs, they're not set up for it. They do not have enough players right. capable of playing, winning football to do it. Do y'all, do y'all believe no, it? I completely agree. Couldn't completely you know, agree. They're, those teams are set up for once every three years. You know, with yeah. seniors and, and stuff like that. They can't that's, reload. That's why, that's why Ohio it, State plays no one, and they go in and get beat. Okay. This is my, my thinking on it is that once we go to a 12-team playoff in this, this coming year, we've got to go to 105 scholarship players. And, again, only your Alabama's. Your Texas's, your LSU's, uh, your uh, Oklahoma's, uh, possibly, possibly USC if they can get people out there. See, they don't actually. It doesn't mean as much out there, y'all. It only means this much in the SEC. Uh, but your Floridas, your Georgias, are the only ones that's capable of paying for 105 scholarships. I, I think personally, I've said it for a long time. I think the, the most hypocritical thing that the NCAA does. Is this eighty five twenty five rule? Yeah. Because if you're handing out four year scholarships and you get you get to hand out twenty five a year, well the natural four year thing four times twenty five is a hundred. And yeah. you can only have eighty five total scholarships on the team. So the NCAA, while claiming that this it's about student athletes, they're telling every school that fifteen of them gotta go every year. No matter yeah. what. And, and and it's and that hey, they signed a contract kinda when they, when they sign their name on the dotted line and know it doesn't mean anything now, but technically they signed on, even though it's, most scholarships are only about a year now. Yep. And I think that's just about across the board. However, technically they signed on to play for that school for four years. 
Exactly. And I've always disagreed with it not being a four-year scholarship. Well, the transfer portal is wreaking havoc on us right now. There's certain, year, there, there, well, there's certain schools that are mopping up like Ole Miss and other transfer portal. I got a question for you, Pat. I know you know the answer yeah. to this. How bad is the NIL, Alabama's NIL, hurting us right it's, now? It's horrible. Horrible. And, uh, yeah, yeah, Alabama. Unless, uh, but I've got an answer to it. Ryan did not like my I answer. Loved I, I, loved your, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I've got an immediate answer. Yes. I, I sent two boys to the University of Alabama. Alabama got almost all of my money. My wife died back in 2004, just me putting them through school. Luckily, they were both real smart, had a lot of scholarship money, but she still got to pay for phone bills, gas, all the sundries, dating cute girls. My oldest one dated a girl from every cotton-picking venue at the University of Florida's Athlete Games. Been there. Been there. Even dated Taryn Humphrey. The booth, Galettes, Ivory Tusk. Olympic gymnast. At a, but yeah, that, uh, he, he's twins. unlike me. He's six foot four and good looking. But uh, hey, but look, but let's talk about this deal here on this. Uh, you know, that uh, we, we, what we did get, what we have gotten so far from the transfer portal: uh, Lt. Overton, Damani Jackson, and uh, Nequil Betlin. Don't know about Betlin. that one. Tell me about that one. Right, that guy's six foot six, three hundred and forty pounds. As an offensive lineman, From that's where? why Nick's Texas bringing him in, Texas A and M. And uh, but now tomorrow, you, you you told me that we're getting rid of Roydale Williams, that uh, Roydale is being processed out, whatever it may be, for whatever. I mean, Roydale's for leaving on his own. I don't know. Doesn't matter. We're bring, we're going to get a stallion tomorrow. <laughs> we're going to get. We're going to get we a war horse tomorrow. Do you hear me? Who are we getting? Are we getting are we, are you, are you saying we're in on Quint, uh, Quinchon Junkin? Well, we're on, we're on him too, but we're going to get Daniel Hill tomorrow at six foot. I, I, they wrong. Uh, some of them got him, got him listed at five, eleven and a half. He's actually six one, two hundred and thirty nine pounds. Out of where? And well, where is that school? He's he's out of Meridian, Mississippi. His mama has to get on the interstate and drive four lane highway all the way to Tuscaloosa. You hear me? Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's and not bad. Da- da- Daniel Hill is a prototype warhorse. That uh, we have not had that big back since we had oh uh, both uh, uh, Najee Harris and that uh, the guy from Utah, Florida. He was who who is still. In the NFL, still running sometimes 22 miles or better an hour on Sunday afternoon. You know that? Oh, yeah. And they said they said he was too big to play running back. That's they right. said it on – I watched him in high school when he was a sophomore. Like, they all got on there, and they said he can't be a running back in the, in uh, uh, college football. He's too big. He's got to be a linebacker. Coach Saban didn't pay any attention to him. Hey, what he had to do was he had to learn to block. Because his high school coach was not a, was not a great coach. He was a good man, but not a great coach. He couldn't he couldn't teach the young man how to blunt. He was at Alabama for uh, probably about a year and a half before he could uh, block anybody. You know, his high school tapes are some of the most amazing things I've ever seen in my life. Because he went hey, to this hey, little man. school and he was a he giant wrote, out there, and oh. it was just it looked like a pro against against middle schoolers. Out there. And it was worse than that. They looked, they looked like they were uh, 
uh, midget football that uh, playing against him because but all they did was they gave him the ball and said run left or run right. That's you right. know they didn't. It wasn't any. It wasn't any game planning to it. But uh, there's a kid over uh, in um, near um, uh, Fort Rooker right now that uh, that is he's not that big, but he's that fast. And uh, that kid over there, man, I'm I'm looking for really really good things out of him. The trouble is, he's leaning toward Auburn in the money. And that's what's so sad. And, and I don't think he's got the books uh, to go to Auburn. You know, Auburn now has got gone to a 26 on an ACT in order to get in. But their athletes don't yeah, make don't, that. Don't, don't ever believe any type of propaganda coming out of Auburn about their ACT or anything. True, true. They are liars. I'm just telling you right now. They tell them, oh, it's the hardest school to get into. It's this and that. They accept every kid at the end. They wait to the end. They accept them all in. I'm just telling you right yeah. now. Don't ever believe that. Hey, I need you to tell everyone your idea again quickly about yeah, how to my, save my, Alabama. My about what I want to do, I want to make, there's 15,000 student tickets. Each student ticket, including all the Western Carolina games, to get into LSU, you got to buy Western Carolina or whoever the other little schools we play. But each student has to pay $100 entertainment fee, and we're going to raise $1.5 million with 15,000 students. That, uh, that won't even have. pay for a backup quarterback. I understand that, but it'll help. That's per game. It will now. help. Oh, per game. It, that's per game. Oh, 1.5 million per game, not for the season. That's about 12 million then. A game. Yeah. Eight home games. Yeah. That, that'll buy a whole lot. And, and then, but people have got here in Alabama have got to get off their lunch money and send their money to Yay Alabama. They've got to do it if we want to compete. And the thing about it is, them Walmart boys out there, Jerry Jones, yes. oh, John Tyson, Tyson Foods. Yes. Hey, we can't compete with Arkansas if they decide to start buying a football team, y'all. There's no way. This, I, I'm, I'm going to tell a dirty secret, a thing that no one wants to accept or whatever in this thing. Alabama is not one of the wealthiest fan bases in college football. Could no, be. Could be. Problem is, the problem is with Alabama, like I would tell anybody, and we've been a lot. or the victim of our own. Try. There's no desperation. We don't. Yeah, we don't why but would we but y'all money? understand Mountain to. Brook. Y'all do understand Mountain Brook is the, one of the wealthiest municipalities in the in the whole United States. Correct. And uh, you know, so I mean, but look, let's talk about a few players that we do have uh, real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah be, be real quick because we got yeah, to get I, I want to hear him. Adams, I, I want to hear him. Uh, Jalen Hale, wide receiver. Yes. he's coming back. Yes. but now y'all realize that though, Ray Hubbard won. Two back to back, his junior and senior year was Mr. Football in the state of uh, Mississippi. And, hey, and you know we're losing, we're losing uh, uh, defensive ends. But uh, uh, Keanu Cope at a uh, he's at six four, two hundred and thirty two pounds and can fly. Hey, Tony Mitchell is as a six two D back. Dez Ricks, we're not going to be in with oh. Uh, Oh, um, we're getting, we getting some, we're getting some of our D backs back that, hey, and Sean Murphy, that, uh, but have y'all heard anything about Curtis Perry? What the crap's going on with Curtis Perry? Why hitting, why ain't he, uh, starting to perform better? Uh, development. 
Uh-huh. That's, that's the only thing that I know of, and that's my, the the biggest issue that I have with the 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 strength and conditioning coaches we have now are world mm-hmm. renowned for speed and quickness and fast twitch muscle development. I don't I don't I know if they, I don't know if they can develop the other things because yeah. Perry Perry is like a lot of these kids that come to Alabama and they think they can they spend their career just out athleting people. In Alabama, you can't yeah. out-athlete anybody. No, they're, they're little fish in the big pond. Yeah, and, and you uh, got to develop. But, 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 but guys, hey, the sky is not falling. If we land Daniel Hill tomorrow and over. Uh, Mitzi Mitz or whatever his name what, is. Do what now? Mitzi, Mitz, is that his name? Is that the guy? Yeah. They, uh, they, uh, you, you're talking about just, uh, from what I understand, that was why Rordell left that we just basically going to swap running backs with Ole Miss. Yeah. Mm. I sort of heard. Now, is that true? Uh, it's hit or miss. I've heard, I've heard rumors. Okay. So All right, I, guys. I hope you're right. But hey, Pat, we got, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Man, this we is a great segment. Here. I'm telling you, we I don't get be, this under Hollywood. I, I gotta, I gotta be the bad guy because I you know, this for an hour. Because Tony, well, hey, Tony, Tony y'all, y'all know this. Ryan won't let me talk about I recruiting. Know. I know that's hey, what I said. O- only, only when we bring in my buddy Drew Dorman, D- Drew Dorman. That's right. I talk with I talk with Drew Dorman almost every morning about recruiting. Yep. So, uh, so I stay up to date on it. Ryan just won't let me talk about it. And I love the bearded. I call him the bearded wonder. Yeah. He's a, well, he's, he, a, he's, he's the Holly flu wonder right now. And, and and I'm I'm praying. Because he got ran, he was completely run down yes, uh, body wise. Yes, Coming from California, he was subjected on that airplane to all kind of diseases. In the nursing room. Listen, Ryan, <laughs> Ryan right now is, he's on vacation again. Yeah. So he, he's, he's not, he's, he's not ca- hunting. He is, he is, he is not hunting. He is in a cabin somewhere, resting, relaxing. And just laughing at us because he got, he convinced us to come work for him. That's right. Yeah, that's, right. that's right. So Pat, hey, listen, thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. And uh, we know, listen, day, listen, we may be on Monday, considering the fact that Ryan may take another vacation day. I don't think that. So, I don't yeah, think we, we, are, if we are. We'll give you. You'll call earlier. Yeah. We'll give you. We'll give you a longer time. Yeah, he hasn't got the bad stuff, y'all. So have I? But I am praying for him. Have a blessed one. Uh, you too. You have a good one, man. Roll Tide. Happy New Year. All right. We'll be right back after the break. Sorry, we only got 20 minutes left. So, oh, my God. So when we come back from the break, we're going to do the best we can to Kick get as many right. people as possible. And uh, and we'll see what we can do. Thank you for choosing to listen to us on Tide 100.9, home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. And we're going to Robert. I'm here right there on University Boulevard, 205 University Boulevard. Call ahead orders, 205-758-2455. We always like to say close enough that you can smell the championships. It used to be the fringe of the campus of the University of Alabama. Now the campus has built around them. When you're talking about a great sandwich like the Nukes Q sandwich or maybe a great salad, that macaroni and cheese is outstanding. The bowl of soup, a cup of soup, as we uh, lower temps here in West Alabama, you can parlay those and you can pick up pair. Maybe it's a California-style pizza. Maybe it's the great chicken salad, the pimento cheese. Catering from a small office party to a larger corporate event. Nukes Eatery, 205 University Boulevard, close enough that you can smell the championships. Go see Joel Bromfield and all the friendly folks at Nukes on University Boulevard. Wesley Planet. You're listening to the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Tide 100.9.
Welcome back to the game. This is Tony with Brett and Noah. And now we're adding who was the third piece to our team. Of the T's and B's. That's right. Kim Rankin joins not just the show, but she's staying on here for the rest of the calls. Kim, we love you. How are you? Thanks, Tony. Hey, Brett. Yeah, I'm I'm doing good. It's good to see you guys. I heard you guys doing the show earlier, and I, I uh, reached out to Tony, and I said, y'all sound great. And then he was asked me to call in, so yes, here Kim. I am. Kim, listen, before we get to anything, because I'm going to get long-winded, I've already yelled at Tony 15 times <laughs> in each break because he won't listen to anything that Noah's telling him. He's going to get us in trouble. I'm trying. Um, we have to th- – this Patriots shenanigans is depressing. It really is. Um, it, it, is, it is upsetting to me right now. <laughs> oh, it, it's so painful. Every every new report that I read makes me – I've moved on from Alabama quickly because the Patriots have depressed me. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it is it is an absolute crapshoot there. I, I genuinely – I think everybody's kind of shocked about how things, like, went this season. You know, I know Mac Jones kind of regressed last season from his rookie campaign, but – Bringing in Bill O'Brien, even though, you know, people love and hate him in Alabama, it, it seemed like the best fit. It was an offensive coordinator, at least, which is what they didn't have in right. 2022. And it just seemed like nothing really worked for him. And I, I, I feel for Mac. Like, I know he didn't look great, but it's I'm so right there, difficult. I'm right there with you. Now, now that you've got reports coming out about how horribly the coaching thing's been, it's just, it's been bad. But, you know, you and I could talk about the Patriots and all that for – for forever. So, who's our next caller there, Tone Tone Loke? Now, look. See, I don't know if you noticed, Kim, if you, how much you've been listening, whatever, but it's guest appreciation <clears throat> day here at the game. If you, if you heard that, if, if you heard that cough, it will be fixed by TJ. That's right. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second. But we've got the callers and their persona. We're celebrating them, and they are the guest analysts as opposed to us bringing guests on. So this next caller, one of my favorite callers, he's a preacher, by the way, and I don't know how many people know that. But you know what I really, really, really like about this guy? What's that? His hatred for Kunas's Robert from Brookwood. Welcome to the game, bro. What's up? How are you doing? Doing great. Tell Kim hey. Hello. How are you, young lady? I'm good. How are you? Doing great. She What's sounds good, matter? doesn't she? She sounds. Are you, are you, are you in? Are you, are you in uh, Boston, or have you come back this way? I've actually come back this way. I'm in Alabama. Because you sound happier. All right, go ahead, Robert. <laughs> you sound happier. <laughs> Listen, Tony. I'm a, I got a question. Yes, sir. You got a mobile quarterback, yeah. and you roll to the right. Most yeah. of the defense are going to go with him, right? Yeah. Why don't we ever throw back across the field to the tight end something we never used this year as a tight end? You mean like teams because have been using against us for because decades? Mil- because Milrow can't do it. Oh, come on. He can't throw back across his body to a wide-open tight end standing in the end zone because nobody went with him? Did he do it this year? We didn't run never, it. They never called it. How do you know? We never used call? a tight end for nothing. How many, how many times did he roll to his left the entire season? Or roll to his right and throw back to his left. Twice. I, I, I never saw it. Twice. I'm he went to his, he went to his left twice all season. I saw him go to his left and fumble. Was that one of the times? That was, that, well, 
That's the one time he did it postseason. During the season, all the way through the Georgia game, he went to the left twice. I think that's coaching. I don't think you can't tell me Milrow can't run one way or the other. That guy do anything. Apparently, he can't run the RPO. That's why they don't run it. How do you feel, I was just wondering. How do you feel, Robert? Well, you know, I'm, I'm going to be a little different. Uh, I'm old school. I was born in 65, and just talking earlier about the Notre Dame, I remember me and my mom in 1974 or 1973, Sugar Bowl, we laid in the floor and cried, 24-23. And the next year, lost to an Orange Bowl, 13-11. But I, I'm happy for this year because anytime I'm old school, anytime you can beat Tennessee, LSU, and Auburn and go undefeated in the SEC, it's a successful season. And, yes, I wanted to win a national championship, but it's still a great season because we knocked Georgia out of it. And they're crying about they were the best team. We stopped it. Somebody had to stop three in a row, and Alabama did, so I'm happy. That's right. We had to, we, the, the king is still the king. That's right. I mean, the best, the best part about this year is, is how, much, how young we were and how much better we got. And we went in Jumbo. Me and him was talking. We really wasn't even supposed to be there this year in the playoffs, and we were. So I think it was a successful piece. I, you know, it hurts. It hurts. Because, look, we're better than Michigan. Yeah. I don't care how you spin it. I don't care how you look at it. We crapped the bed. And I don't know if it's because we weren't prepared, because we because of them cheating, and we're scared of all that. But I would say, but I still would have had them on there. Who cares? Well, Tony, with all of that, with all this, we're talking about bad snaps. Oh. Uh, this or that. With five minutes to go in the game, we had a touchdown lead and a defense floated. When's the last time our defense did stop someone in the fourth quarter when we had a lead? You I know, can't name the game. We just can't seem to do it. I mean, I just, all the as bad as we play, we still had to lead with it. And that's all you can ask. Yep. Right, but, uh, but, we just but, couldn't do it. But, but, Robert, I go back to the point I made earlier, and I'm patting myself on the back right now. I hope I don't hurt myself. But... I think defenses cannot win the game in the fourth quarter anymore. I don't care what program you are. The the defense has to win the second and third quarter and put you in position to win, and then the offense has to take over and win the game in the fourth. That's a good point, Tony. I never thought about that. I mean, look at, look at the Georgia game. Did we stop Georgia in the fourth quarter? Michigan. No, they scored twice. Michigan's defense Georgia scored twice. Michigan's defense stopped us in the fourth quarter. No, 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 no. no, no. no, no. When I'm talking about our defense, you know, we, we can't, can't stop we can't anybody win. in the no, fourth quarter with the we lead. We haven't been able to stop anybody since before Kirby. And actually, how it works is the moment we enter the fourth quarter, or we score in the fourth quarter to take the lead. What do you know the other team's about to do? Other oh, scoring. Kim, thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, I agree with what you said, Tony. Kim's already cleared out. She's uh, she's listening to other shows right now. She's already <laughs> zoned out. I don't blame her because she's smart. You know, she's the smartest one in the room. Always has been. Robert, tell me what you think about LSU and their fans. Uh, most overbearing, obnoxious idiots. You know how I started hating them? Or I don't like, I hate the strong word, but it was back in the 80s. Uh, it was really through baseball. If you want to see some horrible fans in baseball that moan and groan, LSU has the worst. I mean, they're horrible. And I just I just don't like them. I just can't stand them. And I love them. I mean, we could go 1-11 every year. We beat them. I'm, I'm hollering, yay, yay, yay. I just can't stand LSU. Sorry, I don't know. It just... They do spend a lot of purple money. Purple's the ugliest color I've ever seen in my life. So. They, spend, they spend a lot of money. You know, you know what, what? I just read this across... 
the wire, it just broke. We knocked Jaden Daniels the <laughs> out. <laughs> Robert, thank you so he's much. Not gonna make it, he's not going to make it in the NFL. His body's too skinny. Quick question. Jenkins, the running back at Ole Miss. Tony, he, he had a successful year. He's a good team. Why would he be wanting to transfer and leave Ole Miss? Do you have any, any inside information? Well, I, I'm going to throw this to Brett. He knows all the skinny on these types of things. It's 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 either about money or winning, because he just he's the, there's only two players that have scored 15 touchdowns in their first two years uh, as a running back in the SEC. And that's well, winning. They won 11 and two. I mean, I don't. And where's he from? He's from Alabama. Yeah, do you think he grew up rooting for? He's going. Junkins going either Alabama or Auburn. Mm-hmm. It's going to come down to whether he wants to win a national championship or he wants to make his pocket deeper. That's what it's about. That's right. But All right, guys. Let somebody else get on. we got to go to the break. We'll, All see, right. we'll see you soon. Great show. Great Robert, show. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Happy New Year. Bye-bye. We'll see you back in a couple minutes. Title 100.9, home of Crimson Tide Sports. And the Evil Empire. Hey, Kim, say in the in, in the Crimson Empire. And the Crimson Empire. There we go. That's how you say it. Over 60 years of serving Tuscaloosa and West Alabama. When you talk about the friendly staff at Pat's Florist and Gourmet Baskets, 1010 Queen City Avenue. When you look at the fall floral arrangements, maybe you're trying to lift someone's spirits a little bit under the weather, celebrating a birthday or special occasion. It's Pat's Florist, 205-345-5093. Anniversary, birthday, get well, love, romance. Make someone smile today. Pat's Florist and Gourmet Baskets. You're inside the game on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. We are closing out things here on the game. As we get ready to close out the show, I want to tell you a little bit about the wharf. You know, the Wharf is, has all the Western wear that you need. It's located right here in Northport. They're a name brand Western and workwear for everyone in the family. They've had traditional quality for 50 years. you got to check out their great selection of work and Western hats, boots, and jeans. They've got all the best name brands that you need. The Wharf is Tuscaloosa and Northport's home for work and Western wear. So driving from Tuscaloosa into Northport on McFarland Boulevard, the Wharf is located on the right, about 300 yards past Watermelon Road. Go check out the Wharf. All right, I'm going to talk about TJ in the pharmacy at Midtown right now. I'm sorry, TJ, for just now getting to you. I tell you what, seriously, the best pharmacist in the in, in the city, the best customer service. You never wait. You're not not a room full of coughing kids and sick people and all that going through. And he's got Alabama gear everywhere. There's not another pharmacist in this town. It's got Alabama gear. And he's probably wearing the brand new uh, product line that we're all pushing. It's gender fluid diapers right now, adult yep. diapers. Adult diapers. When more in life for you is, from when you're, <laughs> when there's more to your life than gender fluidity, it's, it's is there for you. If you're, if you're feeling like a he, it's becomes hits. And if you're feeling like a she, Hits becomes sh- <laughs> Go check out TJ the Pharmacy at Midtown. All right, hit about Southern Ale House. 
if you're hungry tonight, this weekend we have a, a couple of new specials. We have a we have an eight ounce fillet with a with a brand new signature mushroom sauce. Um, it's a one off I did from Cafe de Paris, and we're also running a uh, sweet and spicy smoked Italian sausage over gnocchi and a red pepper tomato sauce, along with our signature smoked pork chop. Twice baked potato. I'll be running tonight. If you're hungry, you want to go by Southern Ale House on 1530 McFarland Boulevard North, uh, feel free to come see us. Um, let's go to... Hey, Kim. Kim. Time for you to show the audience how this is really supposed to be done. Blueberry Steve, the number one international caller to the game. It's got to be a lightning round. Kim, asking some questions. Okay. Wow, I'm a little rusty. You're really throwing me in after a couple months off of this. Hey, look, Wendy, you're a pro. Pro. You're a pro, babe. All right. Well, Blueberry Steve, uh, how are you doing today? I'm doing okay, Kim. Long time no speak. How I is know. Boston? It's been a while. It was good. A uh, little, little shorter than I anticipated, but uh, it was fun. I had a good time. I went to a couple of Celtics games. Unfortunately, saw the Patriots one time, which was not good, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's the experience that mattered, oh. but it was good. Blueberry, real quick. Right. Blueberry, real quick, because we're going to try to get to one more caller. No. Can you uh, can you please tell us your favorite thing about Alabama and your least favorite thing about Canada? <laughs> My least favorite thing about Canada is easy. It's a donut named Trudeau. Yes. I don't like the guy either. Bravo. Standing ovation. Donut is a polite Canadian way of saying a-hole. Okay. Yes. The donut. Don't hold back. We need to figure that. The donut. My most favorite thing about, about Alabama was my first trip this year down to uh, see the LSU game. I came down with my son, my brother and his son. We sat up in the nosebleeds, but who cares? That's right. What who a cares? game. What, what okay. a game. And, and Ryan Fowler... Hollywood. Took time to meet with us and to, and to bring and Hollywood and to bring us to uh, catch some uh, tailgate and just I I mean I love, we're going to be back next year for sure. Yeah, hey, when you come back, we're, we're about to we're about to cut out of here. But when you come back, make sure you get Ryan, old, old Hollywood Ryan Fowler, to bring you by the Southern Ohio House. Let me see if I can whip you up some something better than that poutine you've been eating up there. That's right. All right. Okay. Thank Roll time, my friend. thank you so much right. for calling in. It's old times, just like back in the day. We love hearing your voice. We need to get you back on the radio. Hint, 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 hint. Going through in there. Have a have a blessed day and a happy new year. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being with us. Uh, we want to thank our. We uh, want to thank Noah. Noah, Noah for being thank awesome. Noah. He's the man right here. And look, and we want to thank Hollywood. We do need to thank Hollywood. He let it. us do this. Now look, Hollywood let he us could, come in. He knew we were going to knock him around a little yeah. bit. He he could have he could have just phoned in it and ha, just, ha, just did an old an old episode. Let's have fun. Hollywood You're is absolutely one of the best friends a guy could have, he and is. I mean that. He really and is. I mean that, and I enjoy my time. I get to spend with you, buddy, at Southern Ale House. Heck yeah. Thanks for everyone for listening. Thanks for all the callers. And thanks for all the police. Firefighters. Firefighters, emergency personnel, and everything out there for what you do in making our life safer and healthier. Thanks for listening to the game, everyone. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. (laughs) 
Cracker, Mick, Kraut, Polak, Frog, Guinea, Wop, Honky. Have fun. Thank you for listening to The Game with Ryan Fowler. Powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.